Remember, the light is neither just white nor just black, but the light is the encompassing whole of the totality. Aloha shifters, multidimensional travelers, dreamers within this beautiful holographic womb, aka matrix. My name is Brendan, and thank you so much once again for tuning in to another very exciting, inspirational, and educational paradigm shift team building hangout for a very special edition today on the full moon of February 9. So full moon tonight, we got some awesome people joined in once again. So for the fellow shifters who are here with me for this live broadcast, please feel free to unmute yourself and make some beautiful noises to the people who are tuned into this. (laughs) Awesome guys. Well, it feels good to howl on the full moon. And uh, as always, thank you so much once again, everyone, for joining this. This, as I mentioned, is a Paradigm Shift team building hangout. For those of you who may be entirely new, welcome. This is a part of the real world interactive game to help shift consciousness at ParadigmShiftCentral.com, building a global team of shifters, people who are intentionally working together, coming together to be able to help shift consciousness. And also through the creation of conscious media and physical paradigm shift communities, which focus on regular open-minded discussion and meditation circles. So essentially what we're going to be doing here tonight is something that I actually kind of put forward before we began the broadcast. And it was something that I, we will be getting into and in, into addition of like regular updates related to the website and just wherever the conversation needs to go. Essentially, what we're going to be getting into tonight is another opportunity for us to come together as community, as a circle, to be able to help be mirrors for each other's growth. And in particular, one of the themes that I want to bring in with the theme of the eclipse in just kind of the, the, the times and, and the feeling of the transition of the seasons is this topic of taking a look at what some of the challenges have been for us within life, be it big challenges, small challenges, talking about them as a group, and then also looking at what are the lessons that come through the growth that we gain with these challenges. So we're going to be getting into that. And uh, in addition, we're just going to be also introducing some of the shifters here and getting them to say a little bit about just who they are, their name, where they're from, what brings them to the project or to the hangout. And then also from there, we can just introduce the topic of, uh, you know, what are some of the challenges that we've been noticing or just anything else that you might feel called to share as we pass the talking stick around. So as a reminder, this space is created as in this case knowing that we're going to be getting into some what can be very cathartic and important conversation thinking of this as a digital sacred space for community to come together at a point where this is an answer to the question of what is needed and the answer is community coming together and having the digital space to do it is a beautiful thing so thank you again everyone for tuning into this and uh, we are broadcasting just as a special update first of all before we get right into anything else letting you guys know that we're actually doing this broadcast successfully live through the youtubes as well or sorry through facebook and youtubes at the same time which creates uh, a new opportunity for this to reach new people. So if you are watching this through Facebook, welcome. And you can also find the link to watch through the main website and directly on YouTube within the comments. And please feel free to jump in on the comments if you're on the Facebook and drop some 1111s in the comments there. And uh, if you are there, please inviting you guys to share it. And of course, a shout out to our beautiful friends watching this on YouTube and everyone listening to this in the future as well. So there's always new and exciting things related to the Paradigm Shift Central Community 
project and I'll get into some of the uh, additional updates later, though there aren't necessarily a heck of a lot this week. But again, really just creating this space for us to be able to practice having these discussions. And that word to me is just like very important. The idea of practice, acknowledging this is practice and acknowledging that the, the, the comparison between practice and reality is almost one and the same. But by creating this space, knowing that this is a chance for us to just be able to have discussion about things that we don't always get a chance to talk about. So with that said, we'll get into the conversation. And at this point, I'm ready to pass the talking stick around. So again, if you're brand new to this, you can always create a profile at paradigmshiftcentral.com and tune in for future broadcasts. But you can also join this broadcast as well through the main website and just go to February 9th. And uh, much love and thank you again so much for joining. And let's have another wonderful opportunity here. So before we get into passing the talking stick around, and I'd like to, I'd like to pass it to, to Michelle first, if she's okay with that. And um, if that's cool, Michelle. Yeah. In, 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 okay, cool. In, like in a second, because what I was actually just going to do, I was just going to invite us to do a moment of oneness where we just kind of take a brief moment to literally just meditate for two full breaths, two or three full breaths. So just inviting people before we get into this discussion of just allowing ourselves to be in this moment of oneness. So even if you're listening to this in the future, amidst all of this babbling skull, skull Babylon, rebirth from within finding that moment of silence and connecting to whatever this moment means for you. So go ahead and just connect with that for a few breaths right now. Just one more breath. So gently, just from here, allowing yourself to maintain any sense of calmness, acknowledged and realized, and just carrying that, and just knowing that that's there with every breath. So again, just thanking everyone for being a part of this, for being a part of this bigger story. This, um, again, I mentioned in the in the beginning, the word matrix. A lot of people are familiar with that word. The, the word in its origins is is far beyond the movie that many of us are familiar with, and of course, at its core, matrix, matriarch. It's in reference to a womb. So, the matrix is is essentially what we are always in. Is a, is is almost like the placenta. It is the womb, it is the shell that gives life. And yet, with any womb, it is also there to create our growth. So what I wanted to be able to do also within the introductions is to get into the, the question of what are challenges? What does the word challenge mean? Because challenge seems to be very synonymous with growth. Is it possible to have challenges without growth? What is challenges? It is something that calls that is calling upon a reaction, a response, a solution. Oftentimes we acknowledge that there's a challenge. It is also prompting us to acknowledge what the solution to that challenge is as well. So is everything a challenge? Exactly. We'll get into the question as we explore this topic. 
But with that, we're just going to pass the talking stick around and pass this over to Michelle when she's ready. And uh, again, for anyone that you hear in this broadcast, you'll be able to connect with their information in the show notes afterwards. And Michelle's definitely a person that you can do that with as well. But Michelle, thank you again for, for being here and uh, happy full moon and happy eclipse, as we mentioned. So There's nowhere I would rather be than here with you. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Um, so in answer to the question uh, that was posed, I feel that the first thing that came up for me, which I love this because it's everything so spur of the moment. I thought I was thinking about all the challenges and all the stories that I had about them and how to weave the, spin the gold out of all these challenges. But really what I noticed as Skull was posing those questions or as you were posing those questions, you know, depending on who I'm talking to, if I'm talking to the audience, um, it's really the emotional reactions or the responses that we have to our challenges that are our actual challenges versus what's actually happening. And for what I realized was that duality between what arises within our our own emotional matrix. So is what creates our moving forward in our lives. Um, so we have, which is, which is, it's this duality between us creating that, right? With our, it's like a feedback loop. We create that we have desires, um, and then we see things manifest in our outside reality. And then we have emotional triggers or reactions to those desires, which are not really based on what, what I've been working with this week for this eclipse. Um, and I had a very powerful healing experience uh, over the weekend and the last few days was realizing that what was showing up in my experience was not what was upsetting me. And as I went into the pain of it that lived in my emotional matrix that lived in my body, I sat with the pain of it. I went underneath it and it uncovered an actual desire that I, was, I, I wasn't even aware that I had. And I feel that some of the challenges arise because our, our spirits, our higher selves, our souls are always calling us to mature and to go forward and to grow and to expand. And something that I've spoken about before is like, we can't expand by doing the same thing repeatedly. Otherwise, those are our patterns. And that's actually how the consensus reality lives, is they just repeat these patterns. But with consciousness and conscious beings, we become aware of those patterns. We break down those patterns, and then we start to move towards our higher and more conscious archetypes versus the ones that are more reactive. Um, so that is painful and not easy and some of the growth is the, the discomfort of making choices from our higher selves and that higher, those higher callings. So that's, that's a little nutshell. And then I just want to say again how powerful it was to actually sit with the energy as it feels, as you, as you feel it inside you, and then really ask yourself, what's, what is your real challenge? What is actually happening here versus what's showing up in my reality? Because I know a lot of us in this eclipse time, uh, just to throw down a little astrology, eclipse now, eclipse in two weeks from now, solar eclipse, lunar eclipse is first. And I've got this from Kai Pacha, who's an amazing astrologer. The lunar eclipse is an emotional one where we're saying what needs to be said and we're kind of excavating as these things come out in our emotional matrix. They, come, they arise within us, like to the surface, so they can be cleared away from us. And then I really see a rebirth, rebirth from within, right? Rebirth on the solar eclipse on uh, 226, which is happening. And I really believe, because the way that I see patterns and the way that I understand astrology is that the 
2017 really kicks on at the end of this month. And then we're going to, with the spring, as you were talking about the transition between the spring and that edginess. So there's a clearing that's happening for this next two weeks where we get to decide what we want to remove from our life, right? With every full moon, we do releases, et cetera. But it's just a very potent time to really channel into like, all right, what am I wanting to birth as we go into spring? Because there was a lot of clearing, I think, for the last like four month cycle for a lot of us. Uh, the rainbow warriors that I that I talk about that we needed to push out a lot and and redo the new um, sixteen was a transformational kick ass year and seventeen can be very very functional but I feel like that womb like we've been in a womb I think for winter uh, for I have personally because I moved to Boulder which actually allowed me to experience winter for the first time since moving to Flo living in Florida where so that hibernation there was a lot of like deep work that went on for me personally and now I feel like this moon is like, wah, like bringing it even more to like the up and the rise out. Like, no, we really want you to get this lesson. So bringing it back to challenges is that's what's happening is like our souls, our higher selves, our spirits, our guides, our angels, our alien friends on the other planets who guide us um, are really pushing us to make those choices for growth so that we can expand and, and really live out our true destiny. Um, which is, that's a challenging process because it's that whole seed breaks out um, of the shell or the moth, um, the caterpillar becomes a butterfly, which is a challenge because you have to turn to soup. Uh, but then, you know, then you have wings and you fly. So, uh -huh. so that's my take on that. Could everybody hear me? Are we good? Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, that beautiful. Was awesome. I always love <laughs> your speak. Oh, I miss you. Thank you so much. Gratitude. Thank you. Powerful. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Good, good, good. Did we lose skull? There we, we go. Lost skull. Okay, right. cool. <laughs> lost and found. No worries. I flew. I flew. I flew you into the matrix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I was hearing that. My computer was glitching on my end, but it's cool because. Um, things are so psychic right now. And, and, and I feel like, again, part of what's great about these discussions <clears throat> is things come up that are very of the collective. It can mm -hmm. almost be thought of as like one being having a conversation with itself Beautiful. through us in a way. But what you were talking about, um, again, with the, the analogy of like the butterfly and the cocoon and everything like that, one thing that I want to mention, because I feel it's a very simple paradigm shifty idea, but it, it can be very powerful. And perhaps sharing it now will give people additional perspective uh, on even the rest of the show and what they hear from it. What I was going to mention, and this was something um, that was just sort of like shared through uh, another person who's a great spiritual teacher, uh, Savan Bomar, and I'll just drop his name now, S-E-V-A-N-B-O-M-A-R, Savan Bomar. He's wonderful. You can check out lots of his stuff on YouTube. One of the things he was talking about that for me just makes a lot of sense is understanding that like right now we have um, a lot of us essentially what is around us almost as like a husk. And that, that very specific word is a word that I think describes it because like this husk is something that in its own form is actually kind of like getting in the way between ourselves and our transmission with source energy, if you can think of it that way. So because this husk, which is almost like a shell is around us, 
the source energy that we use to fuel our daily lives, to fuel our personality, our inspiration, our creativity, we're not getting the full feed of that. But the good news is, is that you can actually like punch through this husk through lifestyle, lifestyle choices, like better exercise, better diet, cleaning out your gut and everything like that, mindfulness, all of these things. They help you punch through this husk, which again, is almost like the metaphor for like the caterpillar breaking out of its shell. But the idea here is that knowing that that husk can be broken through creates this narrative where for some people who may be going through life and they've like felt a version of themselves that is very high spirited and in the moment and creative and like loving life. And then they'll get into a mode where they'll feel like very like, like closed off and kind of, uh, you know, like, like just a limited version of themselves, a fraction of who they were. And they feel that, you know, and they're just like, Oh, like, like, why, like, can I be who I was again? Or like, I know who I can be. And the idea is, is that because this husk exists, which is a very common thing, everyone, like everyone within this matrix has this as well. And knowing that this is a, like a thing or just an idea rather can help people understand differently. But it's basically, again, that idea that the you who is that higher version of you always exists. They're always there. Like that never dies the only thing that happens is this illusion that creates that separates us from that through the creation of this husk. And then again, punching through that husk gets the light back in. And then we're just like, Oh, there I am there. I was there. I always will be kind of thing. So like, again, if you're, if your friends feeling sad, like just this perspective, cause it's not like the version of them who they were is like, doesn't exist or, or something, but it's still there. And it does. And again, this is where it gets into the idea of challenges because it does take a challenge to rise into the occasion that calls us into breaking through this husk and through breaking through that husk, like that's where we gain our strength and everything. So um, yeah, just a slightly different way of looking at it. But again, that, that high light version of yourself is always there and, and it is there right now. Break through your husk. And that's the idea. I, so. I like the, the, I just want to comment on one thing. Cause you said the word strength and that this week has been coming up for me. Like I drew the tarot card. Um, I ended up putting um, like a lion, you know, with a, I, kind of a strength archetypal art piece like a week ago on my cover photo and then since then I've been seeing strength in different places and understanding it and um, I read something about it and it was saying the the benefit about strength is that you get to surpass what you thought you were capable of and so you grow in this like you really don't understand until you have these challenges because even just yesterday, like things were coming at me from every direction. Somebody wanted to have a conversation with me that was like intense and serious and I was wiped and it was just like, but I like held my own and like was present in every conversation and it was good. And I was going on with like no sleep, blah, 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 blah. but I was just like, yes, I can do this. I'm here. What, like, what do you need? What? I, I will be present. And, uh, and so, yeah, so we don't know what we're capable of or what our resources are until we're challenged by life and situations and people. Um, and then we can rise, like you said, like we can really rise and find out what we're made of. And then we, and then we grow and we mature. So, yeah, it's a beautiful, the beautiful light on really, uh, situations that are really demand a lot of energy from us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I think Breezy's got something to say and then, and I'll say something after Breezy. Do you want to jump in? Amen, sister. (laughs) 
Brianna, go ahead if you, uh, like, I know you had your microphone unmuted, so I wasn't sure if you wanted to. I'm just agreeing with Michelle. So, like you said, okay, feel cool. which. Mm -mm. Brianna, I think your microphone's actually a little choppy um, or just cut out there, but no worries. Um, what I was going to say, though, uh, and Brianna, just jump in whenever, um, if you want. What I was going to say, though, and, and I'll just say this and then I'll, we'll just keep passing and talking, stick around and shout out to um, new people who have joined. Uh, Anya, hello. And Bevan, hello. Hey, welcome to the Hangout, guys. Much love. Um, Bevan, did you just want to check your microphone real quick? Do you want to just try that? Go, uh, try, try again. It's still muted right now. So, all right. We'll let you figure that out and then just jump in whenever. <laughs> no worries. And I think Anya's microphone is okay. Anya, do you just want to do microphone check real quick? If you're there and no worries, if not, we'll do it in a minute. Um, okay. So going back on what Michelle and myself and just the conversation in general, getting into this discussion of challenges, we realized that, yes, like, uh, Bevan, go ahead. Try again. Uh, I just, I figured out my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. Welcome to the hangout. Thank you. You're welcome okay um okay so i'll just say a quick point here and then whoever wants to introduce himself next go ahead a again this theme that i feel is coming up more and more again and is actually the theme that we're going to be moving through through the next couple seasons uh is again this this idea and this is what i even said right at the beginning of the show that being a light worker if you want to use that term being a jedi the idea of light light isn't just the whiteness that we recognize as light light can almost be thought of as like the darkness and the light the whole encompassing what we normally refer to as light it's the white and the dark light is the full spectrum and what we're actually going to be seeing in the coming months uh and it, this is like not off topic because it does relate is um the concept of the gray jedi or or that idea of uh, a wisdom that understands that you need dark and light, quote unquote, dark and white, challenges and easy times, good and bad, to rise into more of who we are and to get the full spectrum of like the course assignment that we've come here to learn within this university. So the gray Jedi, we're actually going to be seeing that in the next Star Wars movie. Um, I'm putting my money on it, or at least the concept, or they might refer to it as the Bendu Jedi. But again, it's like a person who um, isn't just about like, you know, again, that whole paradigm shift when you understand that everything is happening for you opposed to just like to you that simple idea is basically like the the gray jedi sort of thing so um again going through the topic of what this discussion is going into the idea of what are some of the challenges that we have faced yet also what have we learned from those so uh, i totally welcome you guys to share and i'm totally down to get into some even um, taboo subjects related uh, something I wanted to get into later was actually the topic of death and so we'll talk about that because I feel that is the in, an inevitable challenge that all humans will experience at some point you know I, I just it, that in itself so this episode will be a bit of catharsis and through catharsis is a uh, healing and growth as well so we'll pass the talk and stick around um, Michelle, did you just want to? I just wanted to throw in one thing that I learned. Um, I learned this in Sedona. You, I think you can move your mic. You don't have to have it like that. Okay, sorry. I just I, when I talk on the FaceTime, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, yeah, one thing I learned in Sedona a few full moons ago was the August 18th, and it might have been an eclipse, actually. It was like a partial eclipse, and um, I it spoke so true because the, the challenge that came was so, again, emotional matrix, just moving and, and heartbreaking and opening. Opening, really, heart opening. But it was that everything that happens is for your healing. And one of my huge challenges, and then I'll like let everybody hopefully will be sparking this as an idea um, that will spark other conversations. Because one of my huge challenges personally is feeling that you're intuitively guided to go towards something, you know, a relationship, anything, anything that you're like, I'm going in this direction now, you know, like doing workshops, whatever it is, where you're like putting like, oh, this is definitely been guided by spirit and then you go down this trail and you are following your heart you think or your intuition and then everything falls apart on you and or turns badly or is very challenging emotionally and you're like wtf like i am i'm doing it you told me to do this but what i learn is that spirit guides us through these challenges or these these deep dark pathways to go into the dark of ourselves in order to have those excavations and have those things rise out of us so that they still love you like god still loves you your guides still love you um but they're doing it on purpose in a way to guide you through growth for your healing so that everything that happens is for your healing and a way to really embody faith during those challenges is to remember that you know, that like this too shall pass. This is a window of excavation, you know, like the eclipses. And then like in March, the first week of March, we'll be like singing and everybody will be jumping for joy and there will be wildflowers and, you know, different things like that. But we have to remember that, that, that these are these processes that we together as a collective rainbow warriors of the light uh, that we go through. So everything that happens is for our healing as hard as it is. Mm -hmm. The truth is in the gray. So. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. cool okay um there's a lot to say and and, and there's a lot to talk about and again you know just this space is awesome so thank you guys for co-creating it so um again we do this so that this is like downloads for all of us let's keep passing the talking stick around and we'll let the next person who would like to introduce themselves go right ahead so that can literally be anyone so whoever wants to introduce themselves next i'm your microphone and again it's just uh who you are where you're from and what brings you to the project the hangout and again anything that you might want to say related to challenges or any challenges that you want to share so and how you've grown from them so we'll uh, give a second here if anybody wants to unmute themselves and go right ahead. Looks like Alley Cat. Hey, Alley Cat, welcome to the Hangout. Hi, thanks. Awesome. We'll pass the talking stick right over to you, so whenever you're ready. All right. So I guess one of the main things I wanted to talk about for this eclipse time and talking about, you know, um, going into that darker part of ourselves, you know, trying to clean out even our own experiences and healing different parts of ourselves is kind of digging for those inner truths that we almost have to earn, I guess, almost like, you know, you know, unleashing our inner butterfly, right, you know, um, yeah, just the soul training and everything like that, and I feel like the eclipses and the full moons and different times like that, it helps us, you know, kind of strength train different parts of our own spirit. And yeah, just here to uh, listen to other people's experiences and, you know, 
gather with other light workers today. Awesome. Good to be here. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you again for for joining. Very cool. All right, and um, we'll keep Alley Cat. Do you do you want to go by Alley Cat, or is there another name that you want to go by? Just double checking. Uh, Alley or Alley Cat's totally fine. Yeah. Sounds good. Perfect. Awesome. All right, so we'll keep passing the talking stick around, and whoever would like to go next, please just feel free to unmute yourselves, and welcome to the awesome hangout talking circle thing that we got going on. Cool. Hey. All right. Nicholas, go go right ahead, man. We'll we'll pass the talking stick to you. Welcome to the hangout. All, All right. right. Well, <laughs> Dude, what's up? Yo, okay. <laughs> I just didn't recognize you with your hood for a second there. All right, Nick, go right ahead, man. All right. Um, first off, yeah, my name is Nick Bryce or Nico. And I am from Michigan, currently living in Kalamazoo. Um, I think uh Humanity needs as much engagement in conscious uh, topics, social and higher. And I am inspired by groups like Paradigm Shift. And uh, I feel that, you know, uniting together to spread conscious media is probably one of the highest um, priorities that I feel I can take what I would wage and say, like, any of us can take. Um, so there's that. And just real quick, Brendan, I know you wanted to reach 100 people with this broadcast. So far, it says we've reached 807. We're, we're in great shape, man. I hope you can hear me. Yeah, yeah man. Good team. Yeah, yeah. Good, good job, team. So again, that's 834 uh, Facebook points on my end that I'm seeing. So, <laughs> so let, we're basically, I, that's what I refer to them as, just Facebook points opposed to views, quote unquote. Um, but again, right. that, that is what potential feeds of people at his reach. And we got 21 users on Facebook. Again, uh, I didn't mention this earlier, but I'll just segue to this. If you want to watch and help share the video on Facebook, then you can go to facebook.com forward slash paradigm shift central and you'll see it at the uh, top of the page there. But Nick, we'll pass it right back to you. Go ahead. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, we've had kind of a study between like 15, 20 uh, people on live at one time. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely interested in just discussing how we can reach more people to help find that hundredth monkey to shift us all collectively as humanity into, you know, a higher dimension of earth. Word, man. Word. And, uh, dude, thank you for joining again. Is there anything else you want to say at the moment? I was going to add an idea there, but, um, okay. I'll, I'll just show me. Um, yeah. yeah, I guess. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I I'll, I'll just plug real quick. Uh, I've I've got a project too that I'm uh, just looking to uh, collaborate with other uh, conscious media peeps at this point called Third Eye Horizon and doing live broadcasts and uh, collaborating with content creators. So if people are interested, uh, you can find me on Facebook, Third with the number Three RD Horizon. And yeah, let's let's find that hundredth monkey already. 
word man awesome and dude thank you again for helping with the live broadcast through facebook super appreciate it, man and we'll add in the links yeah and stuff. definitely my, my honor man more future collabs with third eye horizon and paradigm shift for more awesomeness stay tuned awesome man um i, I was gonna say uh and, and again i just want to open this up into discussion and, and introductions as we kind of go and again this platform is a great awesome opportunity for all of us who have our own projects and media to be able to share them with each other Focusing back in on something Nick said that just got me thinking again, there seems to be this sort of this narrative within the, the human, like the, not just light worker community, but just kind of like the hope of people in general, or just kind of the human story. Um, this idea of like trying to uh, awaken humanity before it's too late or, or something like that, or trying to like awaken everyone. Um, but the other side of this is that, or is it actually natural that there will always be people who are asleep? Like, is that actually a thing? Like our objective literally is not to try and wake everyone up, but to understand that there will always be people who are asleep. And again, like that in itself is kind of like the black and the white, the gray kind of thing. But um, yeah, like I do feel that everyone has the potential to awaken to more of the bigger picture of reality, which again gets into uh, a lot of the parad paradigm shifty ideas of our multidimensional reality, which again, this broadcast is a portal to helping more people realize through their own understanding as well. But yeah, I think a lot of people will always be asleep here on earth. It's just kind of, that's part of the process, but can there be individual civilizations where there's a heck of a lot of people awake at once? Absolutely. It's possible community. So, um, but I don't, I don't know if anybody just wanted to jump in or anything related to discussion points of that nature, but feel free. And then we'll keep going around with introductions. Michelle, go right ahead. Oh, I was going to say, Nick, go ahead. But um, I just wanted oh. a, a weird random thing that popped into my head when you said that is Yogi Bhajan has this, and I, I heard this um, from Gabrielle Bernstein. Uh, if one third of the people are going to die, one third of the people are going to go crazy, and then another third of the people are going to wake up. And he said that this is, um, if you think about like the yugas, which are cycles of time. Um, so we are not in the golden age now. We're on a transition team between the dark age that was, I'd say, in the past, and then moving into, they call it the Aquarian age, um, which is really a transitional time. And again, quoting Kaipach's astrology, he says, like, in 2025, like, we, you and I, Skull, both have had the, like, the 2020, things are going to hit the fan and be in, uh, pretty intense, you know? But he said in 2025... Um, is when the new wave of Aquarius is actually going to start happening. So even more people, we're going to feel the effects of the seeds that we're planting now, um, I guess in, you know, like eight years or so. So, um, and that's when we're going to see, because what, th what things obviously with the state of the world now are going to fall apart before they get better and going to like, like Nick and you probably want to mention this, like you just talked about the drilling that's happening now. So things are like drastically socioeconomically, like socially, like very in turmoil and there's a lot of pain. So I feel like all of our kind are being geared up to rise into leadership, into authority, into a, uh, like a safe haven for people who are going to. Um, want to have another way of life, want to have that waking up thing. Um, I don't know if everybody will always be asleep, depending on how bad it gets, because I think that that challenge, again, it jars us to awaken or at least want something different than what's actually happening. So, uh, Nick, what would you like to say on that? I want to throw it yeah, to you. Nick um, yeah, so I, I have an interesting take on the whole thing that's going on with a bunch of people rising up, even Trump and what we're seeing in our politics. I feel personally that our humanity's collective consciousness is facing its collective shadow self. And 
being forced to address the shadow self, sort of like we personally would address our own shadow self and really address its needs and, you know, to find that balance in harmony with existing with that part of our duality so we can, you know, address it and in, into, you know, after that happens, the uh, unity consciousness from there. And I feel that it's just, you know, as you deny, as you don't listen to your shadow self, uh, you put it on the back shelf, it just festers and gets uh, angrier. And uh, when it appears and surfaces, it gets more powerful. And it's finally, you know, it's not been addressed for, it's been pushed back and back. And, and finally, it's, it's come up to the point where it's just in our face now. And I think we just need to embrace that and, you know, show our, our shadow self collective self some love and find out how to unify and, and bridge that duality into oneness word man word totally yeah again like it's it's very worthwhile to recognize that again you know the micro is the macro and the country the world in itself is going through this whole like growth process by seeing the darkness within and we've talked about this plenty of times like the idea that the problem is the solution that like sometimes things have to fall apart before they can be rebuilt the fate of destruction is the joy of rebirth that internal alchemy process of just like burning into fire and then like growing and rising from the ashes kind of thing we see this time and time again all throughout nature and 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 so i mean to see it on macro scales um is very again just something to keep note of uh as above so below but yeah, I'd love to get, again, as we get into this discussion, I want to invite you guys to be able to share about what are some of the personal challenges that we face within this reality as humans. And, and so again, this can be like personal challenges or things that are a little bit more general. And I know, um, I think a couple of us actually have like a bit of like a list that um, we prepared before this and everything like that. Um but again, you know, like some of the lessons that I was just writing down or some of the challenges would be like the challenge of like learning to let go, uh, the challenge of adjusting habits, the uh, challenge of being quote unquote stuck in the matrix, the challenge of things that are not necessarily like a negative thing, but are actually the task involved with uh, perhaps manifesting something such as the challenge of organizing a project, the challenge of creating art, the challenge of manifesting your dreams in that sense. So again, you know, like oftentimes we take the word challenge and we just kind of put it into this thing of like something we don't want or something that like is like making us feel bad. But challenges as a word, again, getting into the philosophy of what challenges are, is is more about like something that calls upon some sort of call to action. And, and so a challenge is uh, essentially a path <laughs> and those paths can go in many different places. Um, and even again, like I wrote this down, like financial challenges, working with money, that is a super important challenge that all of us go through at some point within our existence, presumably as humans for the time being. And um, again, you know, like challenges of task mastering, challenges of speaking, challenges of even eating, challenges of like self-imagery, self-worth, self-confidence, 
And of course, um, even the challenge, and this is what I wrote down, I alluded to earlier, but even the challenge of like dealing with death. And uh, this is something where like, I'll just mention this now because it's just within the moment, but something that I feel is like a really powerful place to go into when having discussion for community to be able to like see with more eyes or to look in places that we often don't think to look. And this is like a little bit heavy, so bear with me. But again, on the theme of death, um, thinking about the concept of our parents dying, like literally going to that space, the space that so many of us stay the hell away from for as long as we can because it's just one of those things where it's just like whatever whatever like i don't want to think about it i know it's going to happen it's inevitable and yet it's um again like something that in itself is a can be as many things are and always will be a beautiful lesson a beautiful opportunity a beautiful experience um obviously beautiful can be a very subjective word but you know i think back on to not just like thinking not just in particular about the the topic of thinking about our parents dying but i do invite people to sit with that idea should they choose to when the time feels right for them and not to say that's what we're doing right 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 now but again for me even just related to the topic of death i'm thinking back to most recently the experience that i had over the summer with the death of my dog shelby and a lot of you would have seen this broadcast i, I posted about it i made like a video afterwards about it we did live broadcasts and it, without even having to get too much into that experience, um, I'd be happy to talk about it if the interest is there. But that experience, um, again, of just like being able to walk my dog across the Golden Bridge or through like, you know, through the through the gates or literally just be with them through that transition stage to me was super, super challenging, but also super, super psychedelic, meaning it brought me closer to like the like the uh almost like the 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 godness within this reality like it, it brings you to that edge where like things are just like so there that you can't look away from it um it's almost like that ineffable sequence uh, of words that again just describe us when we're like at that precipice of uh understanding what life is and again like life is often made visible through the retrospect of being so close to death so again, if that's something that you guys feel called to talk about, I just want you to know that this is a safe space for us to be able to talk about that topic. Because I feel literally that a big part of, and this is almost like going back to like, again, like Jedi Sith meditation concepts, but sometimes if we meditate on the things that are hard, it allows us to face them with more courage when they arise, should they arise. So again, like meditating on even a theoretical situation that might make you angry could help you address it with more mindfulness when the time comes. This is a very unusual way because it's just like, you know, like why would you bother thinking about something that you don't want to happen? But at the same time, it's also about meditating away a sense of control that you subconsciously may wish to have over a situation and letting go. And um, again, I feel like there's a lot more that could be sort of talked about that, but just all of what I just said there, just kind of sharing that. And before we go anywhere, um, it's 11.11 right now. So again, just kind of like taking a moment here, we'll just do like another quick, um, let's do another quick two breaths to get into a space of oneness. Let's and do an ohm. Can we do an ohm? There we go. That sounds like a good idea. We'll do. We can do three. 
I was going to say, um, Michelle, do you want to lead us through the Elm? Sure. Is a good idea? All right, okay, cool. no problem, yeah. All right, cool. Okay, so okay. Michelle's going to lead through the Elm. So um, I guess that means... Um, everybody unmute if everybody you want to unmute. Yeah. yeah, I'm just thinking technical-wise, it should... And I'm going to put my hand on my heart. Okay. Hello, everyone. All right, so everyone, everyone yeah. go ahead. We'll unmute ourselves. We'll, we'll try this. The themes yeah. will kind of phase in and out, but it will sound beautiful, beautiful. nonetheless. <laughs> All right, so, so everybody, let's just take a deep breath in and an exhale. So all together. And inhale to begin. pleasure <laughs> hey guys what guys what what sound what sound does the wolf make the wolf goes wolf 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 it's funny because it's always bark bark yeah <laughs> all right um michelle thank you uh that is beautiful and and i think just like the extra extra layer of technology on it is just an interesting thing in itself too so, the matrix baby yeah yeah it's like listening to it close eyes it's like this like hyperspace where it's like doo -doo -doo. it's kind of cool all right so flying through hyperspace thank you again everyone for tuning into this and uh for those of you either on youtube or facebook please feel free to continue to invite your friends and if you do want to join you can go through the main paradigm to central website and check the live chat because there's also uh links in there as well so with that said let's keep passing the talk and stick around and going back a moment and the things I was talking about related to death and meditation and just inviting you guys to share what are some of the challenges that you guys have gone through as much as you would like to share. Knowing that, I'll just drop this last seed, knowing that oftentimes what's beautiful about sharing our challenges as a community is that when we share our stories of not only our challenges, but how we rise above them and rise through them, it gives inspiration to other people who are going to be listening to this who perhaps may be going through things of similar nature so you know when you hear someone say like oh like this is how i overcame this dot 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 and someone's just like whoa like that person did that i can do it too and so we can almost create like a checklist of like all the different challenges that we've gone through knowing that every check is a reiteration that like every challenge is something that we can get through the universe will only give us what we can handle that is a very powerful idea in itself so let's keep passing talking stick around and uh whoever would like to hold it next and do any sort of introduction please feel free to unmute yourself 
and we'll pass the talking stick to you. So if that would be Bevan, then we'll do that. So hi, Bevan. Welcome to the Hangout. Hi. I'm happy <laughs> to be here. Yay. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm glad you made it and we'll pass the talking stick right to you. And uh, Bevan is a fellow conscious media creator. So you'll uh, see plenty more videos from her in the future, I'm sure. So Bevan, thank you for joining. <laughs> Yay. Okay. So I'm Bevan. Well, I'm glad you made it and we'll pass the talking stick. One second. We're just, there we go. You're good. Hi, Zoe. Zoe just came in. So, all right, go ahead, Bevan. Okay. So I'm Bevan. Um, I'm from Michigan. I'm living in Ann Arbor, Michigan right now. And um, well, I guess I'll just kind of share like what I went through today. Um, I woke up this morning just feeling really down and not really motivated and kind of feeling like I was lost and um uh I've really been learning how to just work with these feelings that come up and not push them away and um just be present with them and try and understand like where is it coming from and why am I feeling that way and um a lot of it I think was just like I was hanging out with some awesome soul tribe friends uh, for a couple of days and then I came back home and I felt like oh man I'm back at my parents house and I feel kind of lonely and um but then it's uh what I think I was really wanting to feel within myself or being called to like raised to the occasion for within myself was just um coming to a deeper space of just knowing that I'm my own source of happiness and love and yeah. <laughs> um, also, I felt like with that feeling of being lost and not really knowing what to do or not really feeling motivated and not really being able to myself in my heart space, um, just working through that by dancing or doing meditation and kind of just like taking more action and getting the ball rolling instead of just sulking in it has really worked for me. So yeah, um, also writing out things too. Writing has really helped me just writing poems or my feelings or like um, other things as well. Um, yeah it all comes back to self-love and uh, the more we just love ourselves, the easier it becomes to just be able to face any challenge and flip that switch from experiencing something as negative to um, internalizing it and um, making it something positive. Yeah, I think that's, that's all awesome. I wanna share right now. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, I hear That's you perfect. saying that it's important to take time for self-care. Yes, yes, very much so. I like that. Awesome. Yes, Bevan, thank you. And um, I, again, you know, like with with this topic of, of challenges, uh, what I feel is interesting is that to me, there seems to be this correlation between mindfulness as one increases their consciousness, as one becomes more mindful of themselves, their habits, the nature of this hyperdelic human vessel that we are inhabitants of and how to govern our own consciousness. 
it, there seems to be a correlation between as our consciousness expands, we send, we seem to spend less time, um, the, or the processing time between what Bevan said of like, it, like when something happens to you and it may feel really negative. And then sometimes we get held into that negative space, but if we take it in and process it, then we'll be able to see the positive of that situation that processing time, I think that becomes shorter and shorter and shorter. We seem to become less fascinated with like things like drama or, or just like self pity or willowing or, or something like that, you know? And now that we know that there's kind of a formula to the idea that anything that comes at us is actually there for our growth, it allows us to shift that perspective. So, you know, like just obvious example, someone could just like get in some sort of accident and then they could just be like oh like i mean that's an extreme example but again um like over time like that accident may lead to a very important another cause and effect that in some cases this is where it almost gets into like this parallel of destiny but again you know like more accurate almost like a social scenario where if you get fired from a job a lot of people would just be like willowing and willowing and willowing the other opportunity is that like that is also opening up great opportunity for more things that are going to come your way and everything is happening for a reason. So just honestly, like that simple idea, everything is happening for a reason. Um, if you're just like in a place where you're just like, Oh, like just that simple idea in the back of your mind can really carry momentum forward through some of the tougher times. Um, and I know that it may sound like almost just like super simplifying, very complex scenarios, but I'm just kind of speaking on a general sense at the very least. But yeah, that processing time seems to become shorter. We seem to alchemize things internally at a faster rate and then increasing our uptime that way. So we're less in this sort of like close off space, but we're more into like this open up, like I'm ready for life type space. But again, it's that flux of both that is very important. Both are worthy and both are important. So um I just want to say that taking sure. space away, um, what you, I totally, you're speaking like my heart and then it's taking space from the emotions. So that emotional matrix as it comes up in us is like that mindfulness that you're saying, like as our mindfulness increases, we're able to like take a step back from the reactivity of that and like look at it and and then process it. Okay, what's really going on here? And that is so powerful. That's like, that's like true power because it's self-mastery to be honest, you know, that's what self-mastery is. And I feel like, yeah. you know, hardcore shamans, you know, like that's what they can do. Those Jedis, right. That they, they can do it like within the blink of an eye. Um, and we're learning to be that really. And, and that's how we're helping other people being that because when we're in that space, then other people, you know, it's like a catalyst for other people to be in that space too. So that's how we do it. We transmute, we're transmuters. So mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and and totally. And and with that, like what you're just saying, like it literally is, if you're thinking about it, it's taking a step back to get a bigger perspective on things. So it's that action of stepping back that needs to happen in the first place to be able to see that perspective, which allows us to change our outlook of the situation. Because oftentimes, like that will be the case, like we'll stay in a situation. And as long as we're like, maybe too close to it, we might not be able to solve it from there. We literally have to either step away from it or step our thought process backwards to, to look at the bigger picture, quote unquote. Um, look for the silver lining, right? Look for the silver lining. Yeah, totally, Jared. Be in the present. Enjoy that gift. <laughs> the present. That's right. Um, Michelle, I'm not sure if you had anything you wanted to say on that. It seemed like you were talking. I was going to, no, well, I said totally when you were, yeah, I, just, I was yeah. like, totally. <laughs> um, 
And what I wanted to say was in A Course in Miracles, it says healing is a, or miracle, right? Which is healing. You could use the words healing or a miracle. A miracle is a shift in perception. Healing is a shift in perception. So when we're looking at it, like everything's a detriment, we're not going to find that. But if we look at it like, yeah, silver lining, you know, or like what, like taking that emotional distance from it, you know, it's very Buddhist, you know, in that way. Uh, then we can actually work with the energy being presented to ourselves. And I think that that's a huge thing is not resisting life as it comes up, but trusting in the journey of life. And then whatever is coming up, like I was saying, I was having 10 different conversations. Like you just like, and then it come up, came up again, like another test. And I was like, oh, that's a test. And it's like, wow, my lack of resistance to like all of these things happening at once is like how is like allowing me to rise and meet and go through them and not be affected by it as opposed to be like, look, everything's happening. I'm drowning in it, you know? Uh, so yeah, that's, that's what I, yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. Like this is like I, this conversation I feel at its core is like getting us into being ready for that next level of human consciousness where we're literally like an arrow that pierces its way, like through, through veils, through illusions, through space, um, through the darkness and everything like that. And, and, and yeah, like, it's just, yeah, like uh, uh, there's more I'll say about it a little bit later, but that's divine masculine energy. What you just said, divine masculine. And like, everybody always talks about like the, well, being that clarity, that clarity, that beautiful, Mm -hmm. like, I am not going to get emotional. I am not going to get overwhelmed. Oh. I am going to direct my energy in a way that is like uh, focused and 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 um, on point. You know. Uh, yeah. yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, like, and not just like male as in like male female gender, but like yeah, like in the idea of like taking a powerful message and like directing it for the purpose of like something very powerful opposed to just making a beautiful garden out of it, which expresses a very beautiful idea. Yeah. And it's very important. And that our warrior side, you know, is very important, especially in this, this, these chaotic times, you know, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. 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 Like you said, everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. So Nick, I love your pirate hat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Make use of those Google Plus Hangout effects. Those are gone after April or something. I saw a notification. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Anybody else who wants to jump in on this topic? And again, let's also inviting more people. What are some of the challenges that you guys that you guys have faced? Um, and and I'll share with you some of the challenges that I have faced. Ones that I can appropriately share with you and everything like that. Um, I mean, I'll just say it's not. For for a lot of my challenges and stuff um, that I've experienced, like it, again, like I was thinking about this and I was meditating on it. Um, most of my like my childhood growing up, like it's hard for me to say like were there quote unquote challenges. Um, not in the sense that it was like something that made it challenging to grow up, but obviously there would have been challenges just in simple scenarios like fitting into school and making friends and like just being on a soccer team or something like that right but but again it's just challenges is such a broad word but for me as i found a lot of my experience as a cancer my challenges mostly came up more so in like a prominent way of my growth um by the time i was like in my teenage years which seems to be like what happens for humans and stuff like that um so i mean again by the time i was like 16 17 18 19 20 throughout there and some of my heaviest lessons lessons we're often related to emotions. We're related to like romantic relationships and things like that. So breaking up with girlfriends and things, getting my heart broken, 
things that we all go through as humans, but um, those experiences for me have always been like super heavy in, in some way. And, and again, like this is why like I can't fully get into details about everything because I just want to be able to like respect privacy and stuff like that. Um, but I mean, yeah, like m a lot of my heaviest lesson lessons uh, were related to like emotional cancerian heart oriented type stuff but that in itself gave me like a stronger sense of love um and has allowed me to like take my love deeper uh within my current relationship as well um I, looking back like i i knew i was who i was then but my uh my perspective of love was almost like naive or something um and then through the process of like going through breakups and things like that i gained a deeper wisdom of like what loving someone means in that sense so and then again just in that simple idea my challenges were getting my heart broken the lessons were learning how to love deeper in a very simple way um, thank you for saying that i'm through i'm going through a dance like yeah, that right now that's yeah. super i'm a water sign too so i'm yes. like you rocket speaking <laughs> yes so much oh yum okay thank you yeah no five love languages what's that jared go ahead with the five love languages and perceptions what are those you know, people gary chaplin uh, is, uh he speaks of the five love languages and how we all have a core we all speak and receive love languages differently and once we find out our primary love language we can give that to each other and we all assume through relationships this little box of love and what we put in there to be the same but it's not and all people seem to have this inner child that's wounded or have a way they grew up to understand love differently from others. And we all just assume that this love is the same and we give and he gives and the other person just doesn't see it. And this is a big assumption. And until we understand that all these other love languages or if the partner you're with or your children, whoever has a different way of understanding love, this is the way we have to give it because they won't receive it either unless we give it to them the way they understand it. Like any other language, they have to hear the words that they comprehend. And the five love languages would be the obvious physical touch. Then you have the words of affirmation, quality time. And then there's a, what is it? A, there's two other acts ones. Acts of service. Acts of yeah, service. Acts of service. Yeah. That's how what, that one means nothing to some of it, you know, it's like a little bit, you know? I like that one. That's my primary, I think. If somebody, yeah, if somebody does things for you, goes out of their way for you, um, I feel that, that that moves me. You can get my attention that way. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. There's stuff, you know? I think that's beautiful. The other one is gifts. Breezy put them in the chat. That's how I know. <laughs> gifts, yeah. I've active services, I just keep doing, like autopilot, you know? But it's important perceptions, points of views. And then there's the parentless child syndrome, that whole relationship thing, and how we expect the other opposite sex to be like the parent. You know, they're absent. There are obvious implications from this. And we all seem to pick a mother figure if it's me or a father figure for a woman but if a woman doesn't have a father or the guy doesn't have a mother he, like myself i lost my mom at 16. so when you talk about the topic of 
how does that affect somebody losing a parent? I keep looking for it to this day, you know, to stay in both realms, so to speak. Because I know she wouldn't have given up on me if she ever lost me. Now, so that affected me. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry for your Every loss. I wake up, it's still there. It doesn't just go away, you know? And it, it's something that actually started my whole conscious perception of what reality is. How can she just be gone? How can someone this wonderful be here and next minute she's gone? Where did she go? Started it all. Got my mind working, going in different directions. And here we are today, like minds, looking to step in both realms, find a way to communicate. You know, astral travels away, dreams, just talk, they hear you. Definitely, definitely like journaling and meditation as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jared, that was beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, Yeah. that was really, that was, and it's the grace. I mean, the the hardest, I I hope this doesn't sound trite, but like the hardest thing you're saying, you went through deep, deep grief, but it opened your consciousness and it was the hardest thing and it still works with you. And there's another thing for women, especially, they think there's a guys like not a guy if if he doesn't understand something and i think i speak for myself and a lot of other guys we're kind of stupid we need to hear a couple of things from a woman's perspective because it's different we're growing up and we're treated a certain way if we cry that's not right so there's years of like abuse a, a man has to go through that a woman just doesn't have a clue because they were never suppressed to not cry well not not all. There's always an exception. There are probably some women that weren't allowed to cry. But a lot of guys go through this, and it's not an easy thing for a guy to just cry or, you know, be authentic to their true feelings. And when they do, women expect to see something that's usually not what it is. You know? So that's another hurdle in perceptions. I think that's a beautiful awareness to our consciousness. I was just talking about it with it's kind of the polarities are where then the generations that sorry, were like my Michelle, f- you, you can move your I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Force of habit. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. Lost. stop doing that now. God. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. I was just talking about this with my housemate um, about how delicate it is right now. The, 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 the generations that were prior and their conditioning of what masculinity was versus the generations that are now who are in more in my generation who are evolving in their consciousness and what that divide mass that balances um and a lot of men are really like finding that you know there's deep strength in that feminine vulnerability and working with their heart and how my like skull was saying you know like through your breakups through your tra- through your tragedies like you're talking about um and you're right, the conditioning in our mass conscious society is totally opposite. Um, there's great power in the things that we, like you were saying, you wanted to go into the taboo, like sexuality, you know, and death and um, emotions for men. Like those things are not things that we touch on in our day. We don't expect that in our day-to-day society. But you know, when those things are expressed, that's actually where the magic is. That's where the depth of, like, that's where love exists because it's rare, you know. Go ahead, whoever wants to. I can hear Well, if, that's if the other person's willing to speak as well. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't want to see the other perception. It's so hard to understand and comprehend. Mm-hmm. 
that most people don't want to go down that road, you know? Yeah, a lot of people keep things on the surface. I agree with that. And there's never feedback. Relationship from relationship. This is where I suffered. You know, I never had a problem with women, but keeping them because of the perception. My mom wasn't around since I was 16. So I never got feedback from a woman's perspective. And then one relationship to another to another, the woman never gave closure, never gave feedback, never really truly expressed what happened there. And usually it's too late by that time to get any feedback. So there's, it's very important that, you know, people talk and communicate and actually understand people's perceptions and points of view. Totally. I think that's what makes a really good relationship is that when you do have that communication with each other, then you can mm -hmm. have like a conscious way of actually evolving the relationship. If that's not there, you can't. You're totally right. Yeah. Yeah, healthy communication is usually something that we're taught or that we have to learn later on in life. Communication to one person can mean something different. I just went through a relationship. And I was just communicate, but then it comes out and that's not accepted because what she was thinking was something different or it was a quiet moment or something I said triggered other things, or there was this, you're talking about things that might be hurtful. So that's not positive. So how do you do this with a text message? We write on the internet. How do you have communication without communicating? becomes another issue and I find it it's a lot easier just to text just to communicate when it comes to some of these hurtful issues or hard issues if you will when it gets negative or miscommunications and how do you uncover all these miscommunications and assumptions unless you talk about them you know sorry, you get to raise that mystery sorry go ahead. can you hear me yeah go, go ahead I'll add it yeah, no, you get you could you could interject. Yeah, um, thank you. I, I was I was gonna say like I think what you said there really hits home such an important topic. Um, and again, because as soon as you said, it, I'm just like, oh yeah, like that's that was totally one of my challenges, communication. Like that, I feel is just like something across the board for for all humans, but more particular in this day and age, we're literally having to like we're being we're we're being like pushed into this anti-social society where it, mm -hmm. it is for a lot of people again it is for some people it is driving them deeper into a sleep which at again also leads to like a precipice that will probably burst and wake them up eventually or it is also leaving us into a space of just being like how do i do this again like how do i communicate and having i mean there's just so much to say on that topic but yeah just acknowledging that so many of us a lot of our challenges come from a lack of proper communication when it comes to interpersonal or relationships or speaking our voice or expressing ourselves you know a lot of people like and, and like you said like assumptions are another challenge as well um we're timing what's right that? it's got to be properly timed it's got to be properly yeah. timed right yeah, yeah like knowing how to say it's got to be lined up to talk to right <laughs> yeah it, i mean there's just so much to say on the topic i'm just kind of like not even going to say too much of it right now but um i'll pass it back to you or, or anybody else who wants to jump in but i think communication is a huge topic is that I'd love to anything else in here so I'm yeah just, let's, let's keep bouncing it let's keep bouncing it around <laughs> interject okay. please 
Okay, Zoe, go go ahead. And Jared, thank you again for for bringing that yeah. and sharing. Zoe, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely have something to share about the topic of communication and relationships. Um, yeah, I've I've been studying nonviolent communication lately, and it's like a specific method of communication called uh, needs based communication. Um, and I find that I guess the piece that I'll share right now is that a lot of the the expressions of conflict that we see in our interpersonal relationships, as well as just in daily life, it is very surface level. And I think that it's coming from a deeper place of expression, whether that be pain or anger or like anything that's going on. And a lot of people have a hard time being vulnerable enough to share that with, you know, whoever they're interacting with. And I think nonviolent communication is a really, um, a really good structured way of communicating because um, you can, like, it's so funny because we're, we're so even, um, disassociated from our own needs that it's it's even hard to go through this process on your own but basically the the process is um you go within yourself and you you search for what need is trying to be communicated through the conflict um and then you you request it from the other person so it's just like literally so simple so clear and you can cut all the bullshit that <laughs> that is uh so often causing so much more conflict and so much more disconnection when um, when all we are actually searching for is connection with ourselves and deeper connection with others and like true intimacy and sharing vulnerably from our heart center. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I want to jump on that if that's okay, Jared. Wait, just, okay, I just want to ask, I just want to ask, uh, what does that look? Can you give me an example of what that looks like? Cause I was like writing like search for the need that you are feeling like, cause you just, whatever you just said was so potent and juicy. So it's search oh, for totally, the need that yeah. you are feeling. <laughs> okay. Right. And then request it. And then you said something about like that creates intimacy. I love it. So I yeah. want to go deeper into that. Okay. So I'll a good practice for all of us. Deeper, yeah. <laughs> um, I like your room. Oh, <laughs> yeah. My friend's art, she like activates our like chakras through her art. It's like super cool. Um, but anyway, right on. Just right on. <laughs> uh, so the whole process basically this is like a um this is with this is what the companion book looks like this is living nonviolent communication it's um a companion book for the actual book itself but let me see if the process is actually in here because then i can eloquate it much easier um but it's um it's four steps so um i don't think it's actually in here um but basically the process is you go, when you notice an emotion arise, you, uh, you, I guess the first step would be like disidentifying from the emotion and going within yourself and discovering what need isn't being met in the certain interaction. That's perfect. Um, we were talking about the, the whole beginning of the podcast. That's awesome. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And, um, and so like, that's, that's the cause of a lot of our anger is because our needs aren't being met in a relationship. Um, and, and it's so hard because a lot of us are so disconnected from our own needs that we don't even know that that's the problem. We're just like, I need to be understood and you're not listening to me and all of this stuff. And, um, but if we were to, to identify, like for this example of being misunderstood, if we were to identify like what it feels like to be misunderstood and then to request in the other person, like, I need you to reflect what I'm saying, what, what I'm saying back to me. So for example, if I said, hey, I'm feeling misunderstood, the other person would say, okay, I am hearing that you're feeling misunderstood. And so it yeah, makes you feel heard and it makes you feel understood even in that. So um, it's just, 
kind of becoming more clear on what your needs are instead of um, um, and, and just expressing those and and um, and having the the courage and the vulnerability to actually ask for what you need. And I mm -hmm. find that a lot of the time shame comes up when you're talking about needs. Um, I know for me, a lot of the shame has been like in physical touch, like, cause that's one of the ways that I receive love most. And it's like, Hey, I really need a hug right now, or I need a massage or something like that. And um, I guess just in my conditioning, that's been hard, but I think it's, it's really beautiful because with this kind of method of communication, um, when you have the courage to ask for it, it's like, um, it, it breaks down the programming every time that you do it. That's great, but two of my exes, that was not there. And that wasn't happening. And like, uh, you know, I would mm -hmm. think that's perfect, but not everybody out there looks at it that way. Yeah. They get lost in their own wherever, and I don't know. Um, I think it, I think it takes a lot of training to uh, yeah. to get to that level. And I guess if you're in a partnership, um, a lot of the time it, it takes a lot of uh, a lot of training for how to effectively communicate between you two or or however many people are involved. Yeah, communication like is one of those things where it literally takes practice. Mm -hmm. And again, you know, like that's part of doing this right here, right now is, is part of it. Um, we, we need that space to be able to just like know that we got, you know, the practice underneath us. Zoya, thank you for sharing it. And I think what you're saying there, um, the, specifically the topic related to um, feeling shame is actually, again, like one of those cross the board sort of topics that a, a lot of humans have experienced, especially like when it comes to related to like expression or sexuality or needs mm -hmm. or anything like that. Um, I know there's like a lot there that could be like that could be explored deeper um i just wanted to say like just pointing out like the sign behind you over your shoulder i love that too every upset is an invitation oh, for that healing one. and yeah. that Mandela. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah zoe wins um, our synchronicity yeah, award <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, every I agree. <laughs> Thank you, darling. Wow, how beautiful. Your contribution, very important. Yeah. And this one, this one here is called transitioning into love. Oh, love it. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Sweet. Yeah, Zoe, thank you again. Every upset is an invitation for healing. I love that. That sums it up. Um, again, you know, like upset, it's a matter of perspective, shifting your perspective, shifting your paradigm. Yeah, totally. That's, like up you're like uprooting yeah yeah um i was just gonna say we'll keep passing talking stick around but zoe is there anything else you would like to mention either related to any personal challenges that you want to talk about and things that you've done that have helped you grow and lessons you've learned anything else you would like to share go ahead um the passion of meditation that's one thing that is just like it's so amazing and I highly recommend everyone to Oh my goodness, it. you've done did you you have you done it? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh fantastic. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. Another yeah. old student. Hello. Hi. <laughs> um and I also po posted the the four part communication process in the in the sidebar so you guys can check it out and yeah. Um but yeah, uh so that's I guess the yeah, that's what I have to share. Cool. Awesome. Thank you again, Zoe. Yeah, thank you. All right.
Great. Um, guys, let's keep bouncing around with the talking stick. And again, we've got new people who've kind of joined here and there, and uh, we do have a full hangout right now. So apologies for anybody who is looking to join and can't right now. If you can't, that's literally just because we have 10 people in here, but no worries. And uh, I just want to, again, invite us to continue having discussions related to some of the challenges that we have faced and whatever it is that you guys want to talk about. And, and knowing that this is also like a place to talk about catharsis to go through catharsis because like um i love the idea that pure like uh the concept of purification through catharsis that in itself is a very beautiful concept um but what i what i wanted to be able to do um again yeah it's just like inviting anybody who would like to share anything else that they would want to talk about within this discussion related to challenges or anything so we'll just pass the talking stick around to whoever would like to introduce or say anything next so um if anybody who hasn't done so yet would like to do so please feel free to just unmute your microphone and um one thing sorry i was just going to say because i was kind of like trying to remember things but i forgot it at the same time what i remembered to remember again is what i feel is happening right now within the times and everything uh it's very synchronistic that this topic just sort of seemed like the obvious topic to talk about right now but at the same time it's also riding on this wave of what i feel and what i am inviting other people to feel and what i know a lot of other people are feeling is this building excitement as we move closer into spring so literally like this is kind of like coming off the process of moving through winter and it's like okay like we're moving through winter and for some of us like we're almost out of it so now we can kind of step back and look at what happened back in january and december and november and october and september and, and everything we've been going through but at the same time we're we're at that place where we can look at our challenges see the lessons and move forward with hope and momentum into our future and into the spring and into the rebirth and so this is something where again cycles and rotations and tarots and everything the humans we go through our own seasons as well and even just knowing that and honoring that is a little paradigm shifty idea that can really help us again move through the the experience with more ease and not to say less challenges, just more ease. So, you know, like that in itself, you're asking the universe not to say, don't bring me challenges, because if you don't get any challenges, you're not going to grow much, but to move through the challenges with ease and mindfulness and grace. So that would be my intention just to kind of put out there for all of us. And I feel, again, that's kind of as you level up your consciousness, that's kind of what you unlock within yourself, your ability to move through these experiences with more grace. And not to say you're not allowed to be graceful. You can be as messy and as dirty as you want. Every 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 experience is the one that you need to go through. And again, like, and I'll just say this last thing here, just passing talk and say, I've said this before, but again, it's just such a big idea and a beautiful idea. The universe isn't here to make you happy. It's here to evolve your consciousness. If you go through the narrative of thinking that like, you know, almost like this religious idea that like God is good and he wants the best for us or something like that, like not to say that's not true, but I mean, the, the truth within that is that the evolution of our consciousness is what's good, though at times that can mean being unhappy. But again, it, it's it's the whole spectrum. So knowing that, that the universe is here to evolve your consciousness, not just make you happy. Therefore, in some cases, you appreciate the moments when you're even happy with more happiness in a lot of ways, just by knowing that all is part of a much bigger story. And 
believe me, all of us, we're, we're breaking through that husk. The light is coming in and we're unlocking our potential and leading the way pillars. And by doing it, we invite others to do the same. That's the big story. So for everyone listening to this, your transformation inspires more transformation. Keep carrying that light. Okay, let's keep passing the talking stick around. Um, who maybe who hasn't said anything yet might want to unmute themselves and introduce and talk a little bit. Manny. Yo, Manny. Hey. Welcome. What's up, brother? Welcome. Hey. <laughs> Officially, you've been around for a little yes. bit. And uh, Manny, we'll pass yes. the talking stick right over to you. So again, if you just want to say like who you are, where you're from, a little bit about what brings you here, but also anything that you want to talk about, challenges, personal challenges, or even macro challenges as well. So Manny, thank you for being here, man. And uh, much love. Go right, go right ahead. Right on, bro. Glad to be here, man. Glad to be here tonight. Um, yeah, one love, much love, nothing but love. I am Manny. Everybody calls me Manny Mountains. You can add me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or even check out mannymountains.com. Um, I've been following the shift for a while and it's nice to actually be a part of the hangout and to actually get to meet you beautiful people. So it's a pleasure to meet you guys. Um, I hope you guys are all having a great night on this full moon. And, uh, so yeah, challenges, man, that's that, uh, what to talk about with challenges. I, I think what I was getting out of this too, which was the last thought that came to my head. I took a lot of notes, but the last actual thought that entered my head and when it came towards challenges was, um, I don't see challenges ever being a bad thing. Um, I see a challenge being more of a dispute. Like for instance, in the NFL, if you challenge a play, it's more of a dispute of the play saying, Hey, I don't, I feel that that it, like, I shouldn't be going that way, that, that it was a wrong call on the field. It could possibly be a right call, but the fact that it is to say, Hey, I'm going to challenge it. Like for instance, in the Bible, when, um, when David challenged Goliath, I don't know what the outcome is necessarily going to be, but I'm going to go based upon faith. And I feel even within our own, with, I feel in every single chakra, for instance, um, the root chakra to get, if your, if your root chakra is um, out of alignment, you are dealing with the challenge of survival. You're not feeling safe. If your throat chakra is out of alignment, it's because you're not, you know, being vocal enough. For. So challenges in my life would be definitely, um, I think would be definitely, okay, another good example would be, for instance, Manny Mountains. My name is Manny Mountains. The name Mountains came from actually climbing a mountain. Now, when people see a mountain, they think of a challenge. Um, I got the name Manny Mountains because I am the climber of mountains. I'm the climber of challenges. And I feel within our lives, there's always going to be a challenge. There's, you can never really rid out a full challenge. Every day should be another challenge. Every day should be another day where we wake up and say, hey, what am I going to be overcome today? What am I going to be able to you know, uh, withstand? And how am I going to be able to grow today? What challenge am I going to face today? Which was, which way can I grow today? Um, and yeah, that's what I feel about challenges. <laughs> um, and yeah, you guys said so much. Like I took so many notes from you guys. Like you guys said everything, man. <laughs> but um, I like it, man. Yeah. I, and and what you're saying there, um, 
I think it's I I, I want to drop it because I'm pretty sure it's a Bruce Lee quote. But again, like he says, like don't wish for an easy life, wish for the strength to endure a challenging one, sort of thing. You know, something very similar to that. And and again, you know, I think um, mm-hmm. it says something about the soul to 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 have a challenging life because that means that like your part of you is asking for this. So the bigger the challenges, that means that you've got like a big destiny ahead of you or some or something along those lines if you choose to sort of run with that narrative. But just the simple idea in general that we literally have to again step back to that higher perspective, that that over soul consciousness, that that inner standing that by being here incarnated on earth, you almost have to understand that as part of your contract to go through challenges. Like if you if you come yep. here and you're complaining about challenges, it's just like, dude, you chose the wrong game. Or you chose this <laughs> game to like learn how to get the the lesson of this oh, game. I love this. So, yeah, yeah. So dude, Manny, I, I like it, man. Um another challenge that I think a lot of us kind of go through is a challenge of again not even just a challenge, but the quest, the quest of finding ourselves, know thyself and finding our voice. Um, I was going to ask you, Manny, was that something that, that you, as you were talking about with like, even how you got your name, was that, a, I mean, if you want to talk about that challenge, because I think it's a challenge for all of us, but the challenge of how we find our voice and, and how you kind of like found your identity. Um, if that's something you can just kind of like reflect on or something, because like, do you always feel who you were now was like who you were four years ago? Or do you feel like much more embodied in terms of who you are now? Have you, oh, have man, you found I, um, yourself and continue? Oh, yeah. Them? Go ahead. <laughs> um, oh, that's a good question to ask. And I'm glad you actually asked that and actually brought that up. Um, Am I who I was four years from now? Definitely not. I mean, I've always been who I am today. It's, in a way, it's, it's always been in my inner core. But as, for, as far as a more of an expressive of who I am now, no. Um, I, challenges that I faced when I was younger would definitely be where I grew up at. Um, I was involved in a lot of bad things. I... Life hasn't isn't hasn't always been easy. Life has always been a challenge for me. And my awakening actually happened when um, I was in. I'm from California, uh, originally from the high desert. Uh, end up staying in the Riverside area um, when I got older. When uh, actually when I was 19 years old, the day my daughter was born was the day I moved out of uh, out of the uh, darkness that I was in. Um, When I got the name Manny Mountains, uh, was, I was on a self search. I felt I I felt like who I was at that very moment. What like who everybody uh, everybody's perception of me. Everybody had a different perception of me. When I left where I was from, people still see me as that person. I just totally disappeared out of their life. And I think when they thought I would return, I would still be the same person. Um, and then at the same time, everybody who I I happened to meet at that time, I'm 24 now when I was 19, so about five years, um, knew me as somebody else too. And in a way, I, I kept feeling like everybody that was either knew me or were getting to know me never truly knew me. So one day I ended up, uh, I climbed a mountain. I, I, I was in, uh, I went to Washington State and I went to the Olympic mountains with my brother 
and it was there that I, 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 I found myself. I actually have a video of my recording, um, and it was me saying, I remember I said, I may have a beard, but I'm no mountain, man. And just that little quote, I mean, to you guys, it would be like, what the heck does that mean? But to me, it was like, man, that, that makes so much sense because I have this beard. I have this perception of myself, but I'm over here in the mountains and I was literally scared. I thought a bear was going to come out. I was shaking. I was like, man, this is scary. Um, but in, in a way, it was, it was like, whoa, why am I so scared? Why am I so scared to death? Why am I, why, what am I doing? Who am I? And it was at this time where I, sat down with my brother and uh, by this beautiful lake that we end up finding and i said i'm gonna sit down and i'm gonna enjoy this view and i'm gonna soak it all in and i'm gonna meditate and ask myself questions because i meditated i prayed i did a lot of stuff before that but it wasn't until that very moment where i sat down and said and, and actually questioned my own self instead of questioning everything else around me like i always did i never truly questioned myself and see who am I truly. I know what I always did. I know what I've done, but not who, who I am truly. And it was then where I said, and I'm a man. Okay, yes, I'm a man. I'm Manny. That's my name, Manny. And where am I? I'm in the mountains. What am I doing? I'm conquering a fear that is in the mountains. And I remember I was when I was with my brother in the mountains, I, uh, there was, I have one of my biggest fears in the world uh, uh, is... Um, is bridges over water, high bridges over water. For some reason, that is just uh, I, I'm 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 scared of that. I'm scared shitless of that. It just it scares me so much. But there was a a steel bridge, and you can look it up in uh, it's in Washington State. The steel bridge is known. And I told my brother, that's it, man. I'm tired of being in the shell. I'm tired of uh, always you know uh, having any fear at all. I want to be the conqueror of mountains. Let's go to the steel bridge. And we went to the steel bridge and I remember I was recording myself and these are all videos that are going to be on my YouTube once I actually drop it, uh, where I was I recording myself and I remember I'm recording myself because uh, I was too scared to look down and I crossed the bridge and I remember I was on that bridge. I, it was a challenge for me to even just walk on that bridge, let alone railing, let alone look down, let alone even breathe the air that was above that bridge. Um, and it was then where I was said I was on this bridge and I looked down and I was looking around and I said, this challenge, like you never, you will never see the peak. You will never know the climax until you climb the mountain. You will never know what the challenge is until you actually do it. And then when you do it, you realize that it wasn't really a challenge. The biggest challenge anybody could ever face is taking the first step. You know, once you get that, in my opinion, that's what I feel that, that that's a huge challenge. I mean, there'll be more challenges along the way, but the biggest challenge is actually taking that first step. And it was actually when I came back from Washington State and got back into California when, it's, when I totally changed everything around. I uh, went on a vegan diet. I was, I smoked for uh, six, seven years. I quit smoking. I picked up tobacco again since I've been out in North Dakota, but I'm drinking. I I'm going to challenge myself and challenge my body. I'm going to challenge my mind. I'm going to go on a complete sobriety. I'm going to go as best as, as hard as I can to prove to myself that I can, I can withstand any challenge that, that, that I feel. And people would tell me, you can't quit. You can't do it. You can't do this. You can't do that. And, and here I am. I did it. You know, I did it for a couple months. And I'm still like, I could, in my opinion, I, in my mind, I could do anything. I could do anything I set my mind to. And anybody can, if, as long as you truly believe that the challenge that you are looking at is 
the, the mountain that you're looking at is it's only an anthill. Yeah. <laughs> many, many mountains. Guys, <laughs> gonna be nervous, man. <laughs> Dude, that was awesome, man. That was beautiful. You did great, bro. Dude, you're right on. You're awesome, man. Man, like I, I think again, like the more we talk about, the more for me, it's just like putting together this incredibly obvious picture. And I feel like a big part of what it is that we're going through right now is we're we're embracing the challenge of what it means to be like a conscious co-creator within the dream. And this is something where, you know, like I've said a bunch of times, like this is about becoming a better dreamer within the dream. So a better dreamer within the dream is someone who's going to attempt to big, to dream bigger dreams or dream very specific dreams, knowing full well that yes, there will be challenges, but knowing full well that those challenges are like part of the obstacle course or part of the journey. So um, again, you know, like challenges related to habits, challenge related to personal transformation, challenges um, even related to like projects. Again, like say what if your, if your challenge like is again, it's not just don't make a choice based on something that you consider to be challenging, but rather focus on like the intention of what the objective is behind it that you seek. So just as an obvious example, one that I can just use within reference, creating the paradigm shift central project is and continues to be in itself a challenge yet my intention behind it is to like create this like awesome digital network where people can connect and communicate and talk to each other and okay i'll have to like build a website and like host things on a regular basis and figure out social media and do all this and do all this and do all this none of this stuff just happens by itself it all has to be like a part of a moving system which in itself again can be thought of as a challenge yet Again, like, what does the word challenge mean? Like challenge in itself is just almost like the gears of a system that turn things forward. And like, as we embrace and move the challenges that like moves the narrative, it moves things forward. So like knowing that we can literally like, like bringing into question, what do you want to create within this reality and really pushing that encouraging yourself to, to, to push that in maybe ways that you haven't previously thought of as much as you choose to sort of like balance out what challenges you want to take on. So, you know, you can say like, okay, I'm going to start, start off with like a small thing and then you get bigger and bigger and bigger. And it almost becomes like kind of like a weight training, uh, you know, any sort of fitness or any sort of habit and like small challenges build us up to bigger challenges. So, I mean, there is almost a, a methodology in terms of learning how to take on challenges, like state the obvious, you almost, I guess in a lot of ways, it goes back to this um, quote that I've said a bunch of times that I just kind of quote myself from saying, but every challenge, every, yeah, I basically say every challenge is just training for the next one. So like look back on your past and literally see the challenges that you had back then were like getting you ready for the challenges that you are capable of mastering now as well. So yeah, I, I, again, Manny, thank you. I, I think that's awesome, man. And and what you're saying there about even the mastering of, of habits, I think that's a great place for people to start. Um, noticing like the partner self that may like almost need, not need, but choose, choosing to change habits, choosing to overcome uh, what you can almost think of as addictions. And, and, and this can be related to many things. It can be related to habits. It can be related to food. It can be related to pornography. These are sort of like the common things that for people to break outside of them would be challenging. So the opposite of challenging is almost like this like 
sort of stagnancy in a lot of ways. So if you're not like embracing challenges and you're becoming stagnant, and again, just goes back to the idea that that's, you know, you're not growing and stuff, but encouraging people to, again, like, like you said, like the challenge of like cutting substances out. Like, I think that's a great challenge. And again, even for people who listen to the show here and there, like knowing that cutting out the use of cannabis is great for developing dream recall. So what I think we also have to do is fall in love with the narrative of knowing that with great challenges come great rewards as well. So I think that's kind of in some cases what we need to do. We almost have to put ourselves in the future tense where we know we have already accomplished this challenge and to fall in love with that reward or fall in love with the mystery of what that reward will even be. You know, it's just like, okay, like I know this is going to be challenging, but I know once I'm going to be through this is going to be so freaking worth it. And that's why I'm doing it now. And, and so you, you fall in love with that future and you let that pull you forward into the present. And again, like that can be on big things that can be on social things that can be on personal things. And that can also be great for individual habits. So again, just even with the cannabis one, cause this, this is honestly just like, that's something I can relate to. It's like falling in love with the, the, the commitment to like being connected with my dreams is something that helps me make a choice as to like whether I'm going to work with cannabis, knowing that it will affect my dream recall in a sense. And again, falling in love with the idea of like not eating food late at night or something like that, like a heavy meal late at night, even though it's kind of like this thing that I think a lot of us will kind of do now and then, but like knowing that like, again, choices related to diet, not eating that cookie every day is going to result in you feeling much better about your wholeness overall so what we notice oftentimes is that obviously the human impulse is to just like take the easy thing or take the the instant gratification so noticing the challenges in acknowledging where instant gratification comes from in our life checking whether or not we're addicted to it and then stepping into the challenge of breaking that habit and it's one of those things where like it's all you like it's all you and and choosing those alternative choices is something that takes practice, but it does develop. It's just like, it's just like, yeah, like, does it get easier? It's like, yeah, it's going to get harder, but it will get easier sort of thing. So of course it's going to get harder, but that's, that's the beauty of it. That's the growth. So it really, this, a lot of this, it comes back to willpower. And, and I think, again, that's the fire, the phi, the viral, the phi spiral. The, that's what I, I wrote that on my challenge list. That was like, I was like, willpower. willpower. The, the, when you asked about challenges, that's like the mm. huge, I'm so glad that's like this huge core of like, because it's like, you know, things in your spiritual truth, heart center, what's going to, what's going to make you the highest of the high. But like, do you have the wherewithal to like, yeah, to align yourself to like with that arrow like are you really gonna carry yourself to that you know i call it eagle integrity like for me that's like how i look at it it's like that warrior man like do you really live that way and walk the walk like of what you know to be the highest and it's not easy all the time to do um because there's so many other you know you want to flirt with this and flirt with that and do this over here and blah, 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 and just enjoy but like and it's a balance. You can't always be like putting yourself to the highest standard. Otherwise you burn yourself out that way. So there's this whole, you have to balance with all of those things, but um, you have to balance. And I think that, that like be on your balance is the, is the key with that, you know? So nobody yeah. should drive themselves overly, but you also have to uh, know what is appropriate and when it's appropriate. I think that's a huge challenge, right? <laughs> 
totally. That's your, yeah, exactly. Right. Like a big challenge is knowing how to allocate our energy towards the challenges that we are seeking to conquer within our day-to-day life sort of thing. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. Really, really choosing what battles we're showing up to sort of thing. Felicia, go, go right ahead and welcome to the, um, how, how the, Balance not only um, Thanks, is important in a lot of uh, like what we're talking about, but especially like these days and with deciphering like exactly what fights and different things to put your energy in on and with a lot of like the really bad and controversial things going on in this world right now um that some certain things like the the, the subject itself is worth it and pa- and you're passionate enough about it to put your energy into but in situations where like getting it to a brick wall and you're trying every way possible and you're completely expending all your energy on trying to change something that like isn't going to when like yes it should or shouldn't or whatever but you could be spending more of your energy on this other thing here that like as much as you really want this other thing to change and it should or shouldn't like you won't actually be able like that's not something that's like meant to change or what have you and that's like part of the balance and i also want to go back real quick to when talking about like balance in general and with like being happy and like not always needing to be happy and that growth is important and that of bad with the good and good with the bad it's all just neutral like if there's no contrast great and we never have anything bad life would be so boring you wouldn't even know the bad exists um and that's like i don't know it seems simple when you talk about it but then sometimes it's like i feel like it's a hard thing for everyone to grasp in a lot of ways too off on that point but um at least in terms of those things i said what what i wanted to say with that i think awesome Awesome. Thank you, Felicia. I'm glad you made it into the hangout. And yes, absolutely. Like, totally. Like, yeah, like, just a lot of what you said there, getting into the idea that, like, this is about really honoring the whole. And and, and again, it takes practice to kind of step back and to see that. Um, so yeah, you know, like, looking over on everything that we've talked about, uh, just kind of oh. that balance between understanding that everything is ha- happening for us yet also like having a balance of like where we want to choose the challenges some challenges will come to us and i think this is actually kind of what i'm trying to say and i'll pass it back to you felicia some challenges will come into our path other challenges will be ones that we almost have to step off our path in order to step into it's kind of like a bonus level or another like choose your own adventure that you don't have to do and again that could be like an art project or helping community or going out of your way to like help a friend or something like that like those Mm -hmm. there's different types of challenges the ones that come to us which are like a soul destiny type thing and then the ones that we step into which are also a soul destiny thing but it's kind of like that which challenges do you choose kind of thing when like getting an actual job working at a homeless shelter totally totally it's totally my dream job. I'm just, I just found out I officially got the job. Like, you, know, you did. Like, Congratulations. <laughs> awesome. Congratulations. Oh. Woo! <laughs> I, I want to touch real quick too on like 
the challenges thing and like looking back at where like and trying to do this often and it makes you feel really awesome both in general and in times of stress and looking back at all the like challenges you accomplished like years ago or just in the past in general that you didn't think like you'd ever get through like whether it be just a regular I don't know a work challenge or a family challenge or a breakup or anything like that that you just you thought oh god you know the world is ending or this is really hard how am I going to get through it and like you're looking back at it like hmm oh wow heck yeah I did that I've accomplished (laughs) like and I'm like looking at my life now like there's times that like man I felt like the world was ending and like geez like not only have I accomplished those things 10 times over but like I'm looking at how I'm handling stuff now that I've already like reached points where I I don't know, I just got like so much, you know, rage and and upset and like irritation and whatever that, you know, I if it was any other time in my life, I probably wouldn't have fared so well, but a lot of unexpected things have happened moving up here, like is, is three and he's too smart for his own good. And like, that's crazy. And like, I didn't expect to be necessarily like involved that much or have that be, you know, as like taxing on me. And then I had rescued a puppy and high pitched noises and like screaming between the puppy and the dog and, and the uh, tiny human and different things. And like, uh, just generally like rough abuse situations going at home, having to like kick people out and all sorts of like really like rough stuff that I'm like looking back like damn and uh one of the most helpful things one of my friends has ever said to me um was when I told had a venting session telling my one friend about all this like really stuff that was excuse me that was going on in my family and he just looked at me and he's like I don't I don't know how you do it like anyone else would have like I would have exploded like I do not like have a psychotic break by now like how are you just like just handling this but just being emotional and i'm like mm, mm, i don't know because i have to and i'll let you know when i figure it out <laughs> but i think about that all the time now and especially when things are really rough and i'm like what this is pretty awesome and it's gonna make one heck of a story someday when i somebody's gonna have to write my biography or make a movie about me oh yeah <laughs> That, that crazy girl and her crazy stories <laughs> Felicia you're awesome <laughs> totally again yeah like I, I think I think I'm, what you said there and and I think that's a great topic to kind of um, share with everyone and even just Zoe reiterating it as well but like the idea of congratulating yourself for your progress and for your accomplishments that's like that's so important and and sometimes like I feel like we just don't do that uh, and we kind of just like move from one thing to the other without taking the moment to sort of like again almost step out of ourselves and be like good job like you did it keep going and to acknowledge and to celebrate the little steps and the little progresses because I feel that attitude of gratitude like brings in more of that perspective and, and more of that like shift into uh again kind of again this can get into this whole like law of attraction and like learning how to manifest things that may like match more what you're seeking opposed to just like challenges that you have to face kind of thing but yeah like i think it's um again within this bigger picture i think 
it, what's beautiful about it is that we're talking about this and we're talking about individual journeys, but we're also talking so much about like the collective and knowing that like our individual growth is the growth of the, of the collective in that kind of sense. Like as you expand, the universe expands and basically <laughs> Phoenix. And then um, what I want to just say from that though, is that a lot of what we're doing when we're going through our challenges and planting this seed in the back of our head has a lot to do with the idea that as we grow and as we go through our challenges, we become more capable of showing up for others along the path and to be able to help assist them along their path. So again, the challenges that we may go through today may mean not having to repeat that challenge for someone else if we're able to pass on the lesson kind of thing and i feel like that's kind of like what we're trying to do as a collective we're trying to really be more mindful of what the lessons may be so that we can pass them off and this can be almost a societal thing pass it off to generations you know we'll look back on the mistakes of the past back when we used to drill pipelines and use oil and things like that and be like that we had to go through that but we've History learned repeat itself like 10 times over that's and that's what exactly you said it like that's what universal do and i'll pass a talking stick off is that we see this and we uh, maybe for those of you who don't see it all the time but just be aware that the universe will bring us recurring lessons until we learn them like this is literally the way the matrix works the code works like it literally like if you find yourself going through a recurring situation you're just like i already went through this that probably just means that you haven't learned from it because sometimes we'll do that we'll ignorantly like just like you know go through a situation but we may miss the lesson so but again it's like sometimes you win and sometimes or how does it go properly but it's not like it's like sometimes you um sometimes you win sometimes you learn but it's learning either way so maybe that quote isn't the best quote anyways i think you know what i'm saying so yeah um, i get you i get yeah Um, so yeah, go team, because again, as we go through challenges, we can help everyone and that's what we're doing. So Ooh. go team. Felicia, go I, I want to close it with one, with one, with one more thing. Um, something that a, a friend has been talking to me about recently and especially like more particularly had said to me the other day about like been on the negative state of especially like America right now and a lot of different things going on and how like it's sad that there's a lot of these things going on and that we're finding out that people we thought were friends were have all these like hateful thoughts and all these other things. But we're like, then again, also look at the state, look at the state of this country, like not beyond, like beyond the the necessarily individual negative things that are going on, but how people are reacting. And I don't mean necessarily the negative people or people who are just, you know, doing whatever like that, but the people who are standing up for themselves, who have been like sick and tired of yourself over and over again that are like no i've had it and and that like even though we all know the media doesn't cover it like it should but in a lot of situations even not just protests like on the small level of the little things that on a grander scale in many ways people seem to be standing up and and doing different things like that more than ever totally Um, which, which is really, really exciting. And I, I, I feel so, so, so important right now to remember and to run with and to not let all the crap everybody else has to say stop you. That just to sit down, shut up, and there's nothing to worry about and we're fine. And, and, and while all these like happening and being hidden from them or, or, 
or they're just like, oh, well, it hasn't happened yet. So why worry? Let's not protest. No one's dead yet. It's cool. And then by the time it happens, it's all too late. Like, no. And most of us feel, not, well, a lot of us feel that way. And it's like, no more. No, I'm not just saying no more. Like, hey, I don't know what I'm exactly going to do right now. But a lot of people are feeling the same way that I got to do something, damn it. Mm-hmm. Blurriness. I can't, I'm like, I have to like pace back and forth when I like talk about stuff like that <laughs> no worries get that energy moving it's good yeah i think um Ooh. i think uh, one thing that you said there and i'll just say this and we'll keep passing it around feeling i think feeling is important you know like again like a lot of these challenges they push us into a perspective of really feeling deep and also <clears throat> reflecting on what it is that we are feeling and, and i'll just put this idea out there because i think it kind of summarizes again a process of nature but also a process of ourselves the idea that <clears throat> for um, some pine cones, and some of you probably would have heard this even in Journey to Lucidity, some pine cones, they like with the pine cones, they expand. Not every pine cone's like this, but some of the pine cones, they expand only under extreme heat. So this would be like a forest fire or something like that. So like extreme diamond. pressure. A diamond is good too. Yeah, again, similar idea. So like a, 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 that pressure. I that didn't know about the pine cone itself, though. That may, That's really cool. Mm-hmm. So some pine cones and diamonds and stuff, but again, like that pressure is literally like there. Some like at times, like our third eye, our expansion, our awareness, our self-awareness opens up under that pressure. And again, like, yes, that's what we're seeing um, with culture and everything as well. But I'll just, I'll just drop this and then we'll just keep passing and talking stick around just as a little seed for hope. Um, some of you guys might have seen last week, earlier in the week, I posted a comment. I have this strong feeling and we'll see we'll see when we get there there's many possible realities that uh Dwayne the Rock Johnson may be president by 2020 which would totally put like an understandable narrative as to like what the hell consciousness is doing right now oh, consciousness is like putting Trump <laughs> in yeah if the Dwayne the Rock Johnson comes in he's probably gonna because his platform basically without having to get into politics he says like his platform is gonna be based upon like oh that's ability. what you said I thought you said Gary Johnson not I the rock no oh Jesus that, so. wow that just took a different spin yes yeah Joseph but, just said idiocracy it's totally I said that the other day to myself I was like yeah. yo <laughs> it's like yeah I mean but I think he the rock though like honestly I see the rock is like a, a good person to be president um because again like his his campaign is like based on like civility and compassion and he's he's a very conscious guy like yes he's obviously a wrestler very stereotypical but he's also he's also uh in moana and so that's a very conscious movie <laughs> in itself um he's maui in moana but um yeah just planting that because I, again i feel like that's kind of like we as culture are kind of going we always talk about this the dark night of the soul and just kind of like the process of of being a warrior and bringing that strength through the process ah. and stuff but yeah just as putting that little seed out there it keeps coming up with everybody i love it i love yeah. it everybody keeps talking about it it's so synchronistic in my life right now that particular theme and talking about specifically that yeah so dwayne the rock johnson could be like this super epic president by 2020 which again would put this nice narrative to what society is doing to it if it happens but there could be someone else who would be equally awesome in some way but there's more to this world than just america from what i'm heard from what i've heard so rumor has it. yeah anyways um, forget that sometimes oh yeah but but again america is a microcosm of the macrocosm so whatever's happening in the world is most likely happening to america as well america um, america. um yeah guys okay 
let's keep passing the talking stick around again any challenges I, I just want to invite you guys to talk about any challenges that you've gone through and anything that you've done that you've learned from or ways that you go through them i'll just share one quick thing because i wanted to mention this for me some of my challenges um were like getting into routine and habit part of my solution that i found to to sort of uh remove this challenge or, or, or that's interesting because it's like sort of mitigating the relationship with the activity that lessens the challenge that brings in more ease. Um, but basically you're just cleaning my room. Uh, that was, that was my life hack. <laughs> Cause it was just like, my room was messy for a while. And once I cleaned my room, it just brought me into this whole energy of like, all right, it's clean. Let's keep it clean and bringing that into my habits okay. and stuff too, in my lifestyle choices as well. So I clean my room and at the same time, I've also like changed my diet and then just getting into more like activity. <clears throat> so I feel like cleaning your room is like a, a huge life hack in itself and get a blender, get a blender and start just like making juice and everything. Make two blended juices oh, in the morning. I'm so glad you said that. Make beautiful. My, my roommate awesome and I have to potions. fix our ninja. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> um, sorry. Yes. One more thing I, I just wanted to say for you guys, cause it was in my heart a moment ago and thank you for being here is that for those of you who are here right now, for those of you who are listening to this broadcast, this project, I've put out a very particular vibration in terms of like people who I intended to attract to the core. And those people are specifically people who are capable of stepping into very powerful leadership roles, very powerful leadership roles within their community and within themselves. So like for all of you guys listening to this, cause again, not everyone's going to listen to this broadcast. It won't reach 10,000 people or whatever currently in the future it will. But if you're listening to this again, just knowing that like you're receiving a very specific code through these broadcasts that are helping all of us step more into our leadership potential in our communities, in our relationships, on our own journeys, again, being that beacon. So just, again, I just wanted to thank you guys and, and really just taking these codes to heart and let's keep kicking ass and, and doing an awesome job and changing the world because it's happening. And, and now is the time for a lot of awesome stuff still to come. Nick, you want to jump in on hey, something? It's, it's something like uh, 3,000 or something views on Facebook already. So, I mean, nice. 3,000 Facebook yeah. points. That's good, man. <laughs> You're about steady, like, per live views with your YouTube, but. Yes. A bunch of. It's still hidden feet somewhere. So. Heck yeah, keep it going. That's good. It'll get out there. So, so. Nick, thanks again, man. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Do we. Um, Anybody, uh, again, let's just keep passing the talking stick around with uh, themes of sharing challenges that we've gone through. If anybody wants to jump in, go ahead by unmuting yourself and feel free to jump in. And oh, I'll we'll, stay real. You want to? Okay, sorry, Nick, go ahead. I just oh, unmute yourself and then Nick, go ahead. Sure. Go right ahead, man. Challenges. Um, I, I guess just. You know, I've been following uh, Dapple for a while, and uh, we kind of touched on it earlier. I didn't really go deep on it, I don't think, when we were broadcasting, but just the fact that uh, they continued to drill again now, and uh, it's really annoying, like the resistance, uh, the lack of, you know, really good coverage by mass media, and uh, just, you know, the 
militarized police, you know, you're lucky you're in Canada. <laughs> um, politicians, oil companies, and lobbyists. There's just so much stuff going against people, you know, and, and uh, just the thing again, uh, after everything that's happened already is just the tip of the iceberg, really. There is in America, as probably most everybody is aware, like there's just been like weekly mass protests for uh, weeks, and uh, just you know, it's 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 like crystal clear that uh, we need some kind of actual representation of people. Impact or, or their opinion, like for example, the uh, the drilling. They they said that they wait to approve this easement to drill under this river next to the reservation out there, and they were going to do an extensive environmental impact statement, which I believe was even required by law, and they just kind of like skirted it to it. And uh, they were going to talk to people. They were going to get like everybody's input. Bring it tribes input, and they were going to take all the information and look at it. Bit about this, and this uh, expedited the approval of this easement. And size ago, it was just like the Army Corps of Engineer engineers just throw out this this uh, environmental impact statement. Like, okay, we decided uh, effectively, you know, fuck the people's opinion. Uh, and apparently the environment, and uh, we're going to move forward. Uh, they they gave 24-hour notice that they were going to approve this for Energy Transfer Partners, the company behind Apple. And um, from what I'm aware, they were supposed to give these notice to Congress, the U.S. Congress, before it happened. So. They're like cutting all kinds of corners. They're, they're like, you know, they're like shitting all over the face of America, the people. And um, that's, that's a very frustrating thing. And uh, I apologize for the graphicness, but, you know, it's just words. But yeah, man. I mean, point blank, I mean, uh, uh, you know, the sugarcoat this, like, it, it's just been drug on and on and on. And, uh, yeah, just trying to find solutions and find different ways to, you know, like like I, I'm really uh, myself trying to get out there with conscious media and not just higher conscious media like spirituality, transcendental nature, <laughs> but also, you know, social consciousness, be aware of, you know, the reality, political, socioeconomic reality going on. So if you actually realize that reality, maybe we can actually question um, reality beyond the physical. You know, if it's like, oh, we've been lied to, misled. You know, maybe we've, I'm going, I'm kind of going off, but these are just things that, uh, just bringing it back to the drilling, you know, and, and just the politics. If you don't mind me actually uh, getting into now we could continue on that conversation me and you were having earlier, Nick. 
Yeah, um, Manny, I was just going to say re- real quick, just kind of like jumping in this and setting a concept and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I, again, you know, like I, I think uh, just kind of like relating this into the bigger question of just like, are these challenges teaching society about something? Are they teaching us as a whole about something? And like kind of what lessons are we getting out of the whole Dapple situation, I guess? Even, um, even, even if, I guess, question. even if the drill, like I'll just say this, if the drill goes, th- if the pipeline goes through, it's not the end. We know that. Yeah, and, and exactly. In some ways, we have to like let go of the idea that that's not going to happen, and kind of be able to understand that even if that does happen, like yes, it continues. Like as in the mission continues, and it right. just brings like more attention to like us continuing to create alternative ways through our day to day lives, to our other communities. Because yeah, it's a great micro of macro, but it's not the be all end all. Even if well, it I heard that there might be a nine-day window to uh, do something about it um, before they finish. We'll see. Yeah, so we'll see. Just with okay. that being said, it's not like they're gonna get it done tomorrow. Yeah, sorry, yeah. man. That that, that the, the the expansion on that is not gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna take a long time to expand it, but. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we're able to touch on this again because the reason why I'm actually in North Dakota was to um, you you said earlier that you wanted more of a conscious media aspect because I mean let's face it all we get is the news which is on on TV uh, which is obviously full of lies and never I mean you can never find the truth in the news in the media yeah, and then we get corporations. yeah and then we also get Facebook which is not necessarily the whole truth as well. So when I came out here, I wanted to be that media. I want, I came out here to do my Facebook. I started doing Facebook live videos. And I remember if you, if you look back into my Facebook live videos, you can see when I first started finding out, when I first started seeing more of a, um, what was happening with the indigenous people, the specifically the standing rock Sioux tribe. Uh, I was furious. I was, I was freaking pissed off because I was like, why are these people getting treated so wrongly why are they getting maced why are they getting beaten for no reason and if it infuriated me because it made no sense why are you going to do that to somebody who's not even doing anything wrong so uh that put a a a spark in me to say hey i'm a i'm gonna go out to north dakota i'm gonna go out and find out because i mean let's face it we never truly know until we're there and we never truly know until we can see with our own eyes i mean we we get obviously if someone says hey they're beating uh, they're beating this guy for no reason you're gonna be like well that's messed up that's a bully right there but then if you don't know the backstory why what's happening i mean you can't really speak on it i mean you can obviously you can say something if it just totally looks wrong you can say something because it totally looks wrong it's not right and i still will say it's not right to to an extent um now the thing was with me i also stated before my and i'll still back this up with, with still to this day uh it's not that I'm a, a, a protesting of the um, a protester of the expansion of the pipeline because I don't feel like expanding the pipeline is necessarily a bad thing, only because it brings more jobs to America, it uh, keeps American money America American, and we don't have to go to foreign soil to drill, and we don't have to go to foreign soil to actually. Um, I mean, let's look at the war in Iraq and Afghanistan was done over oil. I mean, if we could actually expand that, think about what it could do for America. It's not a bad thing. But now when it starts to affect the people's water and it starts to, and we start to go through uh, what, what Turtle Rock, which uh, Turtle Mountain, which is a, 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 uh, a burial ground. And we start to go through the rivers, which uh, starts to pollute the water out here in North Dakota, then it becomes an issue. Um, 
but what what is happening out here when I so when I came out here when I actually quit my job and that's a whole other backstory I won't I won't get on when I quit my job and came all the way out here to North Dakota um, to find out what was going on um, I realized that not necessarily that we're getting lied to but we're not getting the whole truth on social media and on the on on TV um, or or on the news um, what's actually happening out here is so it's it's literally two worlds man it is crazy i've never seen anything like this i'm from california and i've never seen anything like this and i thought i've seen it all being from california um it is it, it's two worlds and at the same time we're stepping back into like the old west it, it is literally the old west back here you come out here and you have to side basically it is i've never been a part of this where it's like you have to decide are you with the oil field or are you with the native americans because if you're with the oil field you go with the oil field and if you're with the native americans you go with the native americans you can't be in between and then here i come like um hey i remember i posted i posted a uh, a status on um on this local page that's out here and for reasons i won't say exactly where i'm sure people can find out um, I posted a, a status on this page, just like introducing myself. Like, hey, I'm Manny Mountains. How are everybody doing? I'm a Reiki healer. Uh, I wanted to introduce myself. That's all I said. And um, I was trying to meet the, the local people. And I, uh, a couple people just seen it and happened to go on my page. And on my page, I was, uh, I'm following uh, a page. And if you're not following this page, I recommend following it. It's called the Indigenous Rising page it's a definitely a good page you get a lot of good information about the indigenous people out here in north and in, in, in north dakota so indigenous rising i'm gonna give you i'm giving them a shout out um i had a a a, a live feed from the indigenous rising page uh on one of my statuses it was about it from a couple statuses before um so you actually had to scroll through my page to see this so people actually went to my page seeing that i said that seeing that i had posted that and commented on that status that I put on a totally separate page and said, oh, he's a protester, he's a rioter, he is out here, he's he's this, and he and they started coming against me. They started saying where I worked at. They started saying, they started throwing my personal business out there. And I was like, whoa, I did, I'm not a protester, I'm not a rioter. I'm a, I mean, if anything, I mean, I'm a water protector without a doubt because who doesn't want clean water? We need water to survive. I'm a water protector, but I'm not a protester. Do not put me with right. anybody. But what I started to realize was they were protesting and there were rioting, major rioting or major protesting happening out here. What everybody was seeing was, um, the Native Americans uh, that were, were, were definitely getting mistreated and getting maced and trying to stand for their ground. And, and that's what upset me. But what people were not seeing was people were coming to North Dakota for the, for the, uh, for the Standing Rock Sioux tribe to help out. Um, and what they were end up doing were they weren't pre peaceful protesters. They weren't here uh, spreading positivity and saying, hey, let's try to figure something out. No, they came up here to literally riot and they started affecting people's jobs. They started breaking into people's homes and people out here in North Dakota started actually living in fear of Native Americans. And it's, and it's crazy to think that because um, why, you know, I, I thought they were getting treated wrong the whole time I was driving out here i was just hearing on the local uh the local news the local radio stations and which actually 
you could find good information off of there. So I do recommend listening to local radio stations in North Dakota to find out more information. But what was happening with people were actually afraid to open up the, like if, uh, I heard the story of this woman who was afraid to open up her door because her mailman was a Native American. And the sad part was, was 95% of the people who were getting arrested during those riots and the protesting were not Native American and we're not from in North and we're not from North Dakota. There were people out here who started causing problems. And actually, now if you actually look up the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe, they have a couple million dollars of cleanup that the people came to North Dakota. They came to North Dakota and they started and they went stood with the Sioux Tribe and ate and drank them and had a good time and party with them and, and and at the same time protested with them and did everything they had to do with them. But they left the place a dump and a mess. And now. With all the snow that started happening out here, because they got so much snow, and they start as soon as it starts to melt, that ain't cleaned up. Now, although all that trash is going to go into the water, and now everything that the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe was trying to do is going to almost serve no purpose because all that trash and all that litter is going to go inside. So the people who came over here and want, chose to riot and chose to protest instead of actually consulting the elders and the, the chiefs and the and the wow. actual people of uh, of the Standing Rock tribe and started getting information for them and help them out they actually did more harm than good out here and 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 I hate to say that because I mean I I stand for Standing Rock I without a doubt I stand for Standing Rock um they're 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 I'm trying to make my way over there to help clean up but I mean for financial reasons it's hard for me right now but as soon as I'm able to, I'm going to go over there and actually help clean up what all those protesters did to Standing Rock. Um, and out here, like I said, there's two sides. So even like what people don't understand with the oil field, it's not a it's not a bad thing. It's going to help out America so much. But let's I mean, there's 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 almost like it's just a black and white. No one's seeing the gray in between. And I like what. Um, what Brandon was saying earlier about being the gray warriors, we're the ones who actually stand in between and say, hey, man, like you need the black, you need the white. But at the same time, let's meet in the middle because everything that's happening right now, there's nobody standing here saying, hey, you guys, this isn't necessarily wrong, but that ain't necessarily right. Um, and 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 not to touch to touch too much on politics, because that would open up a whole nother can of worms. I don't I, uh, with everything that was happening with, with Donald Trump. Um, I know they started drilling. Uh, they had a 24-hour notice, but Donald Trump actually signed off on the on it about two weeks ago, about 14 days ago. So uh, um, when he actually signed off on, when because from what I understand, there was a proposal on um, that they actually gave to um, the. Uh, I wasn't sure if I don't I don't quote me on this. I wasn't sure if it was the the Standing Rock tribe, but they actually uh, gave her a proposal to one of the tribes out here, or um, or yeah, I believe it was one of the tribes out here, and they said. That they were gonna drill drill around, and they wanted like, like uh, they said ten. It will give you ten million or something like that to go uh, for it, and then they went back with them with a, a counter argument, saying, "Hey, we'll do it. You can do it for thirty million." And as soon as they said, "No, we're not gonna do it for thirty million," um, is when everything started happening as far as the rioting. How true and factual that is, I'm not sure, but that's what everybody was telling me around here. I have not looked at that the actual documentation that states that and i haven't seen that but when what everybody was telling me that they has there there has been proposals to where they were actually going to work with them but they uh from the words of people out here and not to put anybody down was they got too greedy and they didn't want to take the offer
but that's everything that's happening out here. I'm still doing a lot of research on this. That's the whole reason why I came out here. Uh, not, not, not just that reason, but also to expand myself spiritually because I want to actually get with the Native Americans. I actually want to have uh, experiences with the elders because I myself am of Native American descent. So I do want to get with my elders. I do want to get to um, experience them spiritually and expand, my spouse, uh, expand my, myself spiritually as well. But to put down uh, the Dakota Access Pipeline um, out here, if you say anything bad about the Dakota Access Pipeline, um, uh, you're, you're, it's almost a death wish. <laughs> uh -huh. Well, thanks for sharing, man. That's a lot to take in. Uh, I'm very careful fact-checking. I'm not saying you're wrong in anything you're saying, but yeah, no, uh, for sure, it's not for sure. black and white. Uh, I totally agree with that and stand with you on that. Yeah, but I, like I said, uh, definitely fact-checking. Um, one shaman even told me uh, before I came over here, because I, I hung out, and that's what I did. I hung out with the shaman from Mexico, and he said, "What you listen to what I say, but don't believe me, do your own research. So, I mean, he a little miss of a quote there, but pretty much the same. Like, don't, I mean, everything I'm telling you, Very at nice. the same time, listen to your, um, listen to what your heart's telling you, and also do your own research. I myself am continuing to do my research on this, um, but for sure the expansion of the pipeline, you ain't gonna, you can't stop it right now. It's gonna get expanded. Now let's figure out a way to, like I told the people out here, like if, if it's gonna get expanded and I know there's nothing we can do about it, I, would, I wouldn't mind working for Dakota Access Pipeline uh, somewhere to where we could say, hey, I wanna help fix the leaks. I wanna help secure it so nothing does happen. So it doesn't contaminate the water. Put me in a department to where I could actually help out because if you think about it you can't stop a freight train by uh standing in front of it but you could stop the freight train by jumping on it and going to stop the <laughs> going to stop the conductor you know yeah yeah <laughs> so. that's that's a great idea man yeah <clears throat> um yeah you're right like I, I again i think just that thank you for sharing that because i like that whole idea of like is the dakota access pipeline this black and white thing like no like there is a great no, <laughs> complexity to it in the same way you know like in this the, there's literally you can apply that to anything um many things or even like war you know like some people will say like like some people will just be like war is like you know, a particular war they'll say like this is like bad 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 should never have happened but then at the same time it's just like at the same time like did that war prevent further catastrophe from stepping into power or further evil from like stepping into power or something like that but changing changing the system from within or changing um yeah like i guess that's an interesting idea can can like the pipeline be like managed mindfully is the pipeline a problem if it doesn't spill but not to say that like we know that there are better choices we know that there are better choices but we are in a transition phase yep. and i think that's kind of what we're going to notice is that like what we're experiencing right now is going to take years and we're knowing that these things aren't going to be like the be all end all solution, but we're having to kind of like continue to use them as we transition our way out of them. And, and I think it's literally just more of that. It's going to be more of the, the trans transition phase and carrying a lot of the passion and momentum generated by events like Standing Rock into other parts of our lives as well. Moving that passion forward to just like trying to make this world a better place in the immediate ways that we can so there's um yeah picking and choosing where to put our energy kind of thing but dude yeah thank you for bringing that up
Manny, I'll pass it back to you if there's anything else you want to jump in on or anything we'll keep passing around. Oh, yeah, let me just uh, – one last thing. Um, one thing I could say, uh, if you guys ain't already following me on Facebook, you can follow me on Facebook for my Facebook Live videos where I talk more about what's happening out here. That's, like I said, main, m one of the main purposes why I'm out here to inform people about what's happening out here as far as with the Native American side. Um, there's a lot of good uh, followings you can also do with, like I said, Indigenous Rising. They're one that I follow and they do a lot of live videos so you can actually see what's happening currently at that very moment because they do go live. Um, but uh, like I said, if, if you want to, um, the way you can help the most out. Hey, will you? What's that, brother? Sorry. Uh, share your link to the chat because I definitely want to get in touch with you. Uh, yeah, and, uh, I, I, yeah, I'll figure out how to do that. I'll uh, make sure I'll post it afterwards to you, Nick, or anyone in the live chat is in everywhere. No worries. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, man. man um, go ahead. <laughs> and thank you, man. For <laughs> yeah, you, I yeah. appreciate that. Um, but the one thing I could say, if you're interested in coming out here to help people, I'll definitely you could look me up if you actually do make that commitment to come out here. Um, but if you can help anybody out as far, because out here there are communities and people don't realize that actually within America, we still have third world countries. With, well, there's still a third world country within America, and those are found among our Native American people. Um, and that we forget about that there are actually people living so far in poverty. You know, we look at other places and other places around the world and we say, man, you know, Ethiopia, that sucks how bad they are over there. You know, I wish I could go help out. Well, I'm telling you, there is places out here in our indigenous people and it's of North America. And there's actually the indigenous people as well of Mexico, you know, um, as far as, you know, that's a whole nother subject. But there's people here that you could help. And if you could get with your local Native Americans, donate to them because there's people who will refuse to leave their land. There's people who will not leave their land because that's where their ancestors are at and they would choose to live in the most as negative degree weathers out here and it's so cold and they're still choosing to sleep in, in teepees and if you could help them out um, even 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 if you actually follow me on Facebook uh, I actually have a GoFundMe account where uh, if you look me up on GoFundMe Manny Mountains um, if you donate Obviously, uh, some of the donations go to helping my website out, but half, uh, I do like a 50-50 cut to where some of uh, the money goes to me to help me out and some goes 50% uh, uh, goes to the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe and me to actually help them out. So if you could donate, appreciate that. If not, just uh, keep following me. And uh, if you have any questions or anything, you could always comment or, or message me on Facebook to where when I actually do make that trip over there, you can follow me on that trip or even with the other uh, tribes that are out here uh, you can get with them as well. So remember, don't remember to not forget, you know, that there is uh, there is people out here within uh, that that need our help, and those are our indigenous people. Um, put aside the Dakota Access Pipeline when you think about them. Go seek them, and because they're still very very spiritual beings. They're the ones we're now gaining our consciousness when they've actually had their consciousness and they never chose to let go of it, uh, where we're just remembering it. I'm not and not speaking for everybody, but um, yeah, man. So blessings, peace to everybody, and thank you for listening to me. Awesome, Manny. Thanks again, man. And to confirm for people who just want to find Manny directly on Instagram, check out. <clears throat> excuse me. So Instagram.com forward slash Manny Mountains, and it's M A N N Y. So two N's, M A N N Y, and then Mountains. 
So you can connect with them there. And that has links to uh, also Manny's main website, which is mannymountains.com. So dude, much love, man. Thank you, man. Awesome, man. Thank, thank you for so doing it and being yeah, in North thank you guys, man. and reporting back to us and being a hub. That's awesome, man. Appreciate it. Heck yeah, man. Sweet, man. All right. Um, just stepping in for a brief second, I just want to say is that it's getting close to 1 a.m. right now. We'll keep the broadcast going no later than 2 a.m. So that gives us about an hour to play around with again. And uh, yeah, thank you again, everyone, for being a part of this. And as always, you can join in for future broadcasts and connect with the team online. Um, I'll go over a couple updates as need be a little bit later, but let's keep passing the talk and stick around. I'd love to, uh, we also have um, Joseph and Kat uh who we haven't heard from much i'm not sure if either of them wanted to add their voice into the conversation but if you would like to feel free so um joseph if you want to say anything please feel free to go ahead go ahead man yeah i just want to say uh thank you for having me and you know putting this together it's really beautiful you know i i haven't really it's kind of like the first time i've kind of seen you know it kind of came in a beautiful synchronicity seeing paradigm shift really what you're creating. And I feel like this is where it starts, right? Like it starts with people coming together, sharing their ideas and touching base on what you were talking about earlier is really talking about, um, you know, what happens when you show up and you're vulnerable and you just, you know, speak your truth. Like, you know, Manny, you know, talking about, you know, your journey and what you went through and, you know, going there and, you know, witnessing all that suffering, you know, talking about how it's one thing when we see it on TV, right. And, um, you know, we can be desensitized to it, but when you're there, you're actually witnessing it and you're feeling that energy and it's raw. Um, and I wanted to transition that to kind of what we're going through as a collective, right? We're kind of, we hear it time and time again, oh, you know, we're transitioning and, you know, the old has to leave for the new to be reborn. And um, I don't, I feel like that couldn't be more true. And although like we do need to be there on the front lines, um, like a lot of people, when they hear this stuff, they're very empathic. They they feel it very deeply. So they feel very, they don't know what to do with that, you know, with that suffering. So many of us, we try and optimize, we try and optimize how we're feeling. And we try and just, you know, stay positive, stay positive. And I feel like that is so important. At the same time, we need to know how to transmute that suffering and know how to really feel with our hearts and, and take it in to ourselves in a way where it's not a martyr act. You know what I mean? Putting that, that, basis of really self-love and, and, and harnessing that, that intention inside of you to really open your heart to the collective and really open your eyes and feel what's really going on. Right. And, um, so much I could say, I just, uh, I just really wanted to, you know, start this with gratitude. You guys are all really beautiful souls and just, you know, coming together, uh, this takes a lot of work to organize this and to really, you know, make sure everyone is, you know, their voices are heard. And I just want to say, Brandon, uh, you do a wonderful job as far as facilitating and make sure everyone has their time to say what they need to say and, uh, you know, redirecting it towards, um, you know, the topic, which is challenges. And um, for me, I, there's, there's so much I want to say. There's like, <laughs> like, bah, bah, bah. like there's, there's so much food for the soul and what everyone said. And um, I guess I would just say that for me, um, you know, the challenges as far as talking about strength and talking about, you know, trying your best and, you know, wanting it to be a balance and bringing it back to kind of like what's going on in the world. Many of us, we, we feel really overwhelmed and 
there's this thing is like, we can't stand a meditation cushion all day. We need to get out there. We need to protest. We need to be there. And I think that there's that balance that, you know, we are here in this space and we are sending out that energy in the world just by being here, just by, you know, dreaming that and really taking that in. And I feel like that's where it starts with the seeds that we sow. And it's really synchronistic with this full moon is we're really being called you know, to face those challenges and to face that darkness and to embrace that and to, like you were saying earlier, Brandon, um, take it into, you know, the gray Jedi where you embrace, uh, I'm a big Star Wars buff too. So like when you said that, I was just like, yeah, totally. Like, um, and really just embracing both sides of the spectrum, but not really, um, not really being attached to either or because then you're kind of, you're always in a place of judgment. And as long as we're in a place of judgment, it's really going to be hard for us to move forward, you know, on that personal journey to really discovering. And I guess I just want to end it and take it back to, um, take it back to, you know, what happens when we do meet those challenges and the society that we're living in uh, is really put that pressure on us to be in this kind of masculine energy society. I don't mean it as far as men. I know we talked about this earlier, but like, just like the energy of always doing, always doing, always thinking. It's a very linear process. And now we're kind of winding it backwards to taking time to reflect, stepping out of that energy for ourselves, right? And then kind of allowing um, allowing that process to be guided to us because I think it's, it gets really hard when, you know, we want to know what to do and what the next steps are, but we're, it's kind of being revealed in the process. So, um, it's a very eclectic train of thoughts. So, <laughs> there's just a lot that was coming through and there's so much that each one of you said, and I, I feel like there's so much to talk about on that. So um, my name is Joe and I'm from Michigan. Um, I'm in Canada too. My wife lives in Canada. I just became a per permanent resident. So um, I'm excited, I'm excited to go back. And I'm in Michigan right now. It's really cool. So some of you are from like Kalamazoo and uh, it's where my brother went to school. So. It's really cool just just i don't know either like i don't know you guys like personally and it was just like such a synchronistic event it's like hey let's go on a google hangout right and it's like ties it back to like being vulnerable right like just coming here showing up and just kind of uh, putting your intentions out into the world and just being open to really you know seeing everyone um as they are you know vulnerable and courageous and i you know think i'm really appreciative to all of you for kind of you know um for stepping up and just kind of creating this so thank you and i'll pass it to anyone who wants to um share uh, i don't know where we would leave off because there's so much like let's a, go everywhere at once whirlwind right yeah. <laughs> so many everything just grab one but dude um thank you joe thank you so much man um now just uh, like just to clarify like how long have you known about the paradigm shift central project like is this something you stumbled upon i um i i we were i don't think we're we're friends but i saw you through a mutual friend or something and okay. it came up and um i don't really know much about it but i know that like it's okay uh, so it's, you're pretty yeah. new then yeah, 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 yeah absolutely yeah okay sweet awesome dude well welcome man like that's that's exactly what it's here for for like synchronistic encounters and for people who are just like oh yeah let's check this out and stuff so dude absolutely. yeah 
And, and yeah, and with what you're saying, and again, we'll just pass the talk and stick around and anybody jump in. And I, I do want to like get into more of talking about like some of what our challenges are and inviting people to have personal just expression. Um, but again, I, I feel like these conversations, as we have them as consciousness, as individuals, they just allow us again, kind of like that gray Jedi idea, just putting more texture into that of just for me, having a capability of bringing more appreciation into our life as, as simple as that is. So again, like it's, it's not to say you're like choosing happiness over sadness, but you're literally able to appreciate both of them. And, and, and obviously you might have a preference, but at the same time to be able to like find appreciation in the quote unquote sadness um, at times, though it may be difficult for just like, allowing to feel the feels allowing to like recognize that like this is like part of the human experience and and so again you know like sometimes when we're like really in those depths of sadness where we're we're vulnerable as you was saying but that's such a heart opening experience and oftentimes when we are at our saddest we also have the most open heart as well and 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 that is like what the experience can often be felt as being overwhelming in a lot of ways we're just like we're just like oh like what is this feeling like because it's just like so much like life force kind of flowing through us um sometimes when it when it relates to sadness but of course it's a spectrum and there's lots of different ways that you know experiences come up in many situations but yeah i think just intentionally bringing in the idea of having more gratitude for our journey for the parts of our journeys for the parts that we are going through again just like being able to sort of as as kind of even what joe was saying trust trust is like such a powerful word um and the trust comes from like a deeper sense of wisdom not something that i can tell you but something that like each of us kind of has to feel within themselves. And, and I feel that wisdom is to like that inner knowing, that inner standing of just kind of like the universe and what it is doing and what we are here on earth for. And and it's not just to like go on the roller coaster rides and put our head in the sand, but it's to like dig deep and to plant some beautiful seeds for, again, like the altruistic vision of what can all of us continue to get out of this. So the challenges that we are going through today are like helping seven generations ahead right now, you know? And, and again, like that's kind of the big thing we were saying again, you know, just like look back on the gener on, on the uh, like applaud yourself for the progress that we have done. And, and just knowing that even now we'll be able to look back on that and applaud ourselves for the progress that we are going through because individually, yes, collectively as an individual society, uh, equally as important. So, um, so yeah, let me just kind of see here. Cause, cause I wanted to, um, I want to, again, just get into like, what can we talk about related to like individual habits or just, um, individual challenges and stuff like that, just based on some of the notes that I had. Um, yeah, like finding your voice is definitely like a challenge for a lot of people. Um, you know, even something uh, like even a, a challenge, this is something I'll, I'll talk about personally on. Um, a challenge that I have found is kind of being able to know how to show up for somebody else who may be going through something challenging in, in that sense. And, and I feel again, like that's kind of like what 
something I actually had to reflect on recently. You know, I, I kind of felt like I have this capability of kind of what I was saying of kind of like, you know, being a Cancerian, it's very heart oriented, emotional oriented. And I am by nature, someone who is very caring. And in a lot of ways, um, I, I, I want to be able to like share here and, and I want to be able to like talk about like some personal stuff, but I'll keep it relatively vague as well. Um, for me, I had to reflect on this idea that from my higher conscious perspective, I would rather my soul be capable of assisting another soul who may be like in a deep darkness with the ability to help raise them up out of their darkness opposed to my soul literally just like spending time amongst people who are super happy all the time because if that was the case i feel like that ability of mine to go deep into the darkness would be wasted if that if that makes sense so again you know like some of us are capable of doing that some of us are capable of going into the darkness to help another person lift themselves out of it and 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 i think like that's like a very kind of like specific and, and, and um, important thing that is within all of us. And, and there may be a time when I feel like it, it, will, it will be called upon us, but to also intentionally be able to see that as part of your soul contract or your soul choice to know that as a part of yourself, that you are not just here to like, you know, roll like you, your, your journey is not your own. Your journey is tied to someone else's destiny and to feel that and to know that like it should send tingles down your spine in a, in a way like i'm actually like kind of like feeling that now it was interesting just as i'm talking about it but um yeah like i feel that is like why i was capable why i felt that everything happens for a reason cause and effect one thing leads to another my experience having gone through heartbreak and everything allows me to bring the love i need to go into a place where I can love someone so deeply that it will help them rise through their own darkness and their own shadow. And it's almost, and it's almost like hard for me to like imagine a reality where I didn't do that. Cause then it's just like, well, what would happen to that other person? What would their life be? But it's just like, no, like their, like their life path is also entwined with my life path. And to know that like, this isn't just like, oh, I'm just helping them, but it's also their, our shared experience is helping both of us. And our shared experience is again, teaching me how to love even deeper and, and being able to, at the very least, pass on this message of just, again, when it comes to someone who may be going through a dark place, a lot of it has to do with like communication a lot of it has to do with holding space a lot of it has to do with optimism with patience with understanding with listening um there's there's lots of things i can sort of be said about this but just i guess i just wanted to be able to share that because that has been a challenge that i've experienced and then i don't say challenge is bad thing i'm not like saying oh it was so challenging i wish it didn't happen it's just like no like this was something that i went through as as a human and something that is you know not just like it, it, you know, life continues in many ways, but that has been a challenge for me is to like see someone who I love go through a degree of their own dark night of the soul and being there alongside them to assist them and not to walk it for them either, 
but to be there to assist them as I know that they're capable of like going through it within their own strength and everything like that. So again, that's where the mirror process comes in, right? You remind people of, of like how to break through their husk. You, you, you help plant seeds, you help change their narrative. And I think, again, it's one of those things where um, it, it, it can seem super dark at times, but that darkness is also like super there's a lot of experience that is gained through like the soul experiencing that. And sometimes it might not be, but again, you know, like the universe will often work in ways where like sometimes you kind of not like you go through the darkness, but again, there there's oh, it seems to be that there, it, it just kind of works this way. And then eventually like down the road, you're just like, wow, you know, like if like, I I'm so grateful that I am who I am now and I've gone through what I've gone through. And I feel so at place right now. Like eventually we're, we're, we're come to these moments where we're just like, everything feels right. Like, I feel like I am right where I need to be. And to also be in that narrative of understanding that it wouldn't be possible for you to be right here unless everything that happened before it happened the way it did. And then you literally like take this meditation of like sending so much freaking love to your past self. And just being like, thank you. Thank you for going through this. Thank you for gifting me the wisdom that I have right here in the presence. And and so like that is what our challenges are gifting us with. They're gifting us the wisdom that we will step into in the future. And so again, knowing that that future is there, I feel is what can help people move forward. And that's where like, I think if you're with another person and, and they're going through the darkness, hold optimism hold the wisdom hold the idea that this is something that is here for their soul transformation and honoring it and and again sometimes it's about letting go of that resistance it's about developing willpower it's about creating new narratives it's about as you think so shall you become it's about leading by example it's about humor it's about being silly it's about subtleties it's about bringing the lightness enlightenment the lightness into a situation i mean it's all going to be relative to everything um that's going to be like you know every situation is going to be different but yeah uh it's just a beautiful thing that that we as humans go through this this whole process of just like yeah rebirth we're constantly being reborn and 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 i think that's kind of what we see is that through the challenges parts of us die that can happen but that's not a bad thing because sometimes that can mean like letting go of what we no longer need. And, and, and at the same time, it's like part of us are also born, you know? Um, yeah. Like just, we want to go humans and, and I'll just say this, and this is kind of like off subject and everything like that, but like humans, we yearn for the darkness. We yearn for space. We yearn for the return to the womb. And this can be thought of as like going into space as much as it can be thought of as entering a woman's vagina or, you know, like that connection to like the primordial, just like that is like a part of like what like people seek. And and, and we're kind of always doing that. Um, And again, it's like this idea that like within that kind of like step into a new dimension of ourselves, like we enter into the expanse of the great mystery Um, even if we might not really be fully aware that that's what we're chasing subconsciously, we are always chasing into the darkness. Cause I think that's where we're always going to find the parts of ourselves that we have yet to discover. 
So carry the light into the darkness over and over and over and over again. And know that the light is always wherever you are. So however deep you want to go is really up to you. And a ho to the people who go deep and a ho to everyone because everyone does go deep in their own way. But to those who like choose to go deep, I think that's like something that comes into more of like the free will and doing it not just for yourself, but for others. And again, knowing that your growth, your challenges, your transformations help other people. And there's a lot more to that to be said, but I'll just, um, again, thank you guys so much for, for being here and for being a part of this. We're going through challenges, but it's how, you know, it's, it's, it's not like, yeah, it just kind of comes back to, to attitude. It's not the problems that are the problem. It's how you think of the problems. That is the problem. So if you change your thinking problems can just become one of many mountains many mountains <laughs> hey <laughs> yeah man um but yeah let's uh guys thank you for listening i could just uh just passing and talking stick around if anything you guys feel called to share what does your soul want to communicate to the other parts of yourself right now what do we need to hear that's what we're in this space for and we got about 45 minutes left so zoe go ahead hi um wow that was a lot and i i definitely like felt so much upheaval when you were talking and just um throughout that kind of transmission i've been getting this uh this like visualization of like taking a flashlight into the darkness and then um in the beginning when you were talking about assisting someone else through it just like you know being able to hold their hand and to just like be with them in that and to be um to be witnessing them and that is so powerful because a lot of the times when we're in this darkness we feel so alone and it's really um it makes it extra challenging to get out of that if we feel like we don't have anyone who can meet us in that place and i think that it's so powerful to be able to first of all like accept those aspects within ourselves and then see them in someone else and then meet them there and to be like hey it's okay it's okay that you're feeling that way. It's okay that you see this within yourself. And it's okay that, that you're in that because we love you in that. And, and I see you. Um, yeah. And uh, I think that it's so interesting um, going within the depths of our own being as well. Because um, again, with the flashlight analogy, it's like, I kind of imagine it as like a battery that's kind of loose and it like keeps going on and off and it's like flickering and like as you keep going further it's like oh my god my flashlight went off but then you get this like little flicker where it's like oh my gosh it's working again and then you get like a little glimpse um but you know it's it's all very complicated when you're going into those depths and you get like different levels of consciousness and light that you can bring into those things and or into those depths and it's uh yeah, it's um it definitely takes a lot of courage and a lot of um a lot of strength to uh to really go as deep as you can. Um and and really you don't know if, if anyone's going to meet you there or if you're gonna be able to make it through, but you know <laughs> it's it's so it's so fun and it's so wild sometimes. Um yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Zoe. Yes. And thank you. Like, again, like the word that is coming to mind is again, like healers stepping mm -hmm. into all of us having that like healer archetype. And, and what does that mean? You know, like healer is also the guardian, the gardener, the nurturer, the mother, 
and the father, you know, it, it's just kind of like the fully embodied human is by nature a healer. It's one of our abilities. Reiki baby. <laughs> Reiki, Reiki, Reiki babies. I'm just like, imagine like babies doing Reiki. Hey. It's be the future, man. Just like get like a Reiki baby massage. So it's like getting like Reiki from a pile of puppies or something too. I think that's a legitimate technique. Cats, bro. Yeah, cats are the theory within Reiki is is uh, cats. It came from cats. Reiki came from cats. No, oh, okay. That's a theory within Reiki. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Everything. Comes I believe from cats. it. I, I believe it because I um. I came out here with my cat, and when I was trying to give her Reiki my whole way here, just every time I could, as a Reiki, I try to do as much Reiki as possible, and cats <laughs> just look at you like so stubbornly, like you don't even know what you're doing, bro. You know what I mean? Like it's working, but you don't know what you're doing. You know? And I believe it. So like, no, I don't believe I don't know what I'm doing, but that it came from cats because i mean man cats are spiritual bro yeah man they are i miss my i miss my cat one loved all the cats uh one thing i wanted to add to was about the darkness one theory one um like a little philosophy i like to give people or my own theory um when people see darkness, I tell them this all the time because I help people with lucid dreaming and help people with, with uh, to obtain astral projection and stuff. And one thing uh, I tell them as they go into more of a sleep paralysis and one of the biggest fears that a lot of people have with the sleep paralysis is the darkness can take control of them or, or they're too afraid to go into the darkness. And one thing I always tell people is act, think of it like cl- just close one eye and people don't really know this, but pirates, when they would have the patch, was it because they were missing an eye? Was they would have the patch on their eye because when they would go down to the lower decks, one eye would be adjusted to the darkness. Um, so they could, mm. one eye will be used to the light and the other one will be used to the darkness so they could remove that patch and now they could see in the dark. So when I tell people when they go into more of a sleep paralysis or when they're too afraid to step into the darkness or a way to overcome a fear of darkness would be cover one eye and then once you uh once you're once you get afraid or you feel like the darkness is getting too too dark and you can't see anymore or you can't see anymore remove it and now you you realize there's still it's not it's not dark and it's not life isn't as dark as you thought it was so um so kind of to touch base on that uh the flashlight theory and it's, it's kind of the same thing um that's what i tell people all the time anytime you fear the darkness just cover up an eye I was a pirate in my past life, so. <laughs> Dude, I love that. I, I love that idea. That, like, totally shifts my paradigm on pirates completely, man. Like, that's, I mean, in retrospect, it's just like, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, like, what? Like, why did pirates lose their eye? Like, why was that a common thing? Like, what the, like, they weren't, yeah. were they sword fighting that often? Like, like <laughs> seems like 50% hey. of pirates lost their eye. That doesn't make sense. But that does. That makes sense. Hey, hey, the synchronicity, man. Nick, where's your uh, pirate hat at, man? <laughs> yeah, Nick's got his pirate hat on. That's right. Calling in the pirate archetype. So the pirates uh, were, like, were like alchemists, I'm sure. So, Hey, man. Uh, black flag. Assassin's Creed black flag, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I like that, though. I like that, though. Like the idea of, um, yeah, just being able to adjust ourselves to the darkness and learning how to, you know, navigate and survive in both it's very important so yeah 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 it's cool man sweet um may is there anything else you want to share <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, 
uh, related to pirates. Uh, no, not, not. Yes. <laughs> I think, I think okay. um, one thing I wanted to add for you guys all too, if you guys want to reach me a, a direct way, mannymountains at gmail.com. That's another way I tell people to Sounds reach good. me directly. Mannymountains at gmail. Other sure. than that, uh, now I'm going to, I mean, what's up, you guys? <laughs> awesome. Man. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, again, we'll, we'll, let's just keep, uh, uh, we'll pass the talking screen around. I actually just wanted to read um, a comment here because this was uh, posted on Facebook earlier. I literally asked the same question uh, in one of the groups uh, and on my wall. And uh, one person says, um, they say, uh, I'm just going to keep their name anonymous just for now, but they say, death is my biggest challenge in life, my own death specifically, and the sudden loss of ones I love in a way that they are a part of my identity. This challenge has brought me a compassion for others as we face this together, a feeling of agape and a feeling of awe for life and the interconnected whole of which I am a part? Or is it all just me? I don't know. And then she was like exclamation marks, but yeah. Um, yeah. That was deep, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Deep under the deck. Get your Drop iPad. The mic. Um, but yeah, again, you know, like going back to the theme of death, I think that is like a very important theme a very important topic and and like yeah like what what do you guys feel like on the topic of death does the concept of your own morality challenge you have you guys are you guys like have you guys shifted your relationship with the challenge of death over the years does it mean something different to you than what it does now and do you guys remember what it used to mean to you or what does it mean to you all those questions manny go ahead um definitely changed um I, there's actually a picture on my instagram if you guys check it out um as a picture of me i climb uh while well, i have a motorcycle and i got into a couple accidents on my motorcycle so i've gotten close to death by doing that i've been close to death with all my whole with all my whole life even growing up where i grew up at by um okay won't go in and say and actually getting shot at and going through many things of that. I've been around death my whole life. Um, even people dying around me. Um, but I've never felt the biggest fear of death. And one time I was actually on a climbing uh, mountain. It's called Mount Baldy in California. I was climbing this mountain. And uh, as we were making the decline down from the peak, um, I was with was like let's go this way and i remember i told him nah dude i want to go this way i don't i don't trust that way but he wanted to go that way so we went that way the road ended and we went uh it, it was just literally a straight drop from there and he's a crazy white boy <laughs> so he wanted he wanted to still go uh he wanted to climb down and let's do it and he i wasn't gonna let him go down by himself and so we went down we started climbing down and i i this is the closest i could say i've ever been to death it was at one point as we were crazy as we were climbing down and making our decline um i remember standing uh at a certain point where i was at a straight edge and if i were to fall at any given second it's death it's there's no if answer but there's no climbing back up and there's no I mean, there's only one way down now. And if I don't make this, if I don't make this 
next step correctly. That this it was, I remember I, I took an evaluation. I, I remember I said they're like, okay, he's gonna have to call a helicopter to come rescue me because this is no, I can't do this. Um, but I said, no, I, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna do this. And it was at that point where I totally evaluated my whole life. You know, you, you said we uh, life flashed before your eyes, and I realized that this is actually the closest I've been to death. I've been around it my whole life. Um, I've, 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 like I said, I had a motorcycle, gone to a motorcycle accident. I, um, I've been around it my whole life and never this close to where I, I were to the point where it's like, I'm going to totally decide my fate right now. And when I actually made that leap and okay, I'm fine. I realized that I came across another obstacle was the fate I was missing death again because that one step only led to another step and that which was now what I'm gonna do and every single step that I took that to that to that mountain was like leading like every single step could have led to death and it was at the point where I finally said the acceptance of saying hey at any given time I could die at any single given time at any single time I could actually fall down this mountain why am I so scared get struck by lightning walking down the street at any given time you can get hit by a car at any given time something could happen to you there's no there's no telling what could happen to you that fear that's what i was telling myself stop living in that fear and it was at that point where i told my buddy that's it i'm tired of being scared of this and i ended up down the whole mountain i said if i'm gonna fall i'm gonna fall the way i want to fall and i lay down and i slid down like mountain and if you see the picture of me on my instagram it's me i have my shirt off and i'm smiling and you can see the mountain behind me and if you look actually it's kind of hard to see but you can see a trail and that was where i slid down the mountain and to me that's my theory of death it's death comes to those who wait and say hey death could come at any time we're the ones who really live say we're all gonna die there's no if and or buts there i mean we're all gonna we're all gonna pass on to the next life to the next eternity to the next infinity now it's what we do at this very moment it's living for the present it's living and saying hey it doesn't matter where or which route we take or it longest picture that ever uh, that ever uh touched me the hardest uh was uh the falling man on 9-11 the man if you guys don't know that, I recommend looking it up. It's the man at, on one, at the 9-11 terrorist attack. There was a picture taken of a man who was falling upside down, basically doing a free fall dive. And it's a very, very strong and powerful picture because it speaks to me to the point where it's die that day. No one wants to say, hey, this is the day I want to die. He, the whole, it was taken from him. His life was literally taken from him. He didn't, but what he did and said, hey, this is the way that I want to go. You took everything from me at least I'm going to choose the way I go. And that's why I feel like our life right now is basically within that falling man's life. We are all falling. We're, eventually, we're going to hit the ground. Eventually, we will die. It's just a matter about how you want to fall. How do you want to live your life? How on this free fall of life that we have, how do you want to live it? And live it, and I tell people, live it positively. Live it, love the ones who, love who's close to you. Help the ones who have fallen. Um, Pick up the ones who've fallen. 
and just you know embrace embrace the infinity embrace the universe love love mother earth care, uh, and just live your life the best way you can possibly live it and just don't be afraid don't be afraid to fall because we all fall many mountains <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yeah and and dude like I, I i agree man like it's kind of that idea of of just like dancing the dance of life and and just knowing that it's like you know it's not the end it's the journey sort of a simple analogy um but uh yeah like i, I again I, I would just be happy to keep opening this up if more people want to talk about the the topic of death if, if that's something you guys want to talk about related to challenges because again like sometimes it's a challenging topic to even talk about but um at least from my own perspective like i i feel that for me like even the prospect of my own mortality or my own death isn't something that is like this complete be all end all of like a void that i'm afraid of um it seems to be that like you know what a lot of humans are afraid of is, is like kind of like uh an, an inescapable fate of um like nothingness or, or voidness or emptiness or what we recognize as the blackness but um which to some people death is but i mean for a lot of people when you really feel into your heart from like a soul level that like yes like death is another transition on the journey of life um then to me like not only does it help remove part of the fear of death but it also brings more purpose into why i'm here to live sort of thing and that goes back to kind of again like this bigger whole soul perspective consciousness of like leveling up your consciousness with the idea that it's something that can literally continue beyond your death and it continues as spirit as you know like multi-dimensional consciousness like beyond just this physical incarnation um yeah so i mean like there, there's just there's just that part of it as well but again you know like with the challenges and everything uh challenges don't necessarily mean suffering and and i think like that's something that we need to just kind of like address very obviously because again you know we're talking about the language of what challenges even means but again like yeah like challenges doesn't mean suffering challenges can be suffering but it doesn't mean suffering because again like part of the challenge can be like stepping into um the excitement of your own growth as well so in that sense like i, I invite people to seek the challenges that excite them you know and, and that can be something just like yeah, I mean, you know, again, I think a lot of those challenges c come into our realization when it's what we are creating and it's the challenge of answering how to create it. So by figuring out what we want to create, I think like that's like where we can really dance our way through the challenges. Um, again, just with that shift in our perspective where it no longer becomes this chore, but it becomes like uh, an, an, a celebration of expression. And I feel like a part of this programming <clears throat> that we have to sort of step into and away from in uh, a previous programming is almost like what school taught us. A, a lot of times like school taught us that creation often went hand in hand with performing an arduous task that we were assigned to do outside of our personal free will that we didn't necessarily want to do sort of thing. So it's just like, do this essay, do this report, do this math textbook sort of thing, which is like, oh, challenges, like, God damn it. But you are leveling up, but it's not really what you want to be doing. 
So again, take a notice of how that type of challenge feels when somebody else is telling you create this, but at the same time, you can find your own uniqueness within any challenge. But looking into your life, what are the challenges that excite you? That simple question alone, I think is a very, very powerful thing. Because again, like that's where we sort of step into more of our fuller embodiment. And then we almost kind of like imagine ourselves like wearing this like armor of light and we're like ready to face any dragon. And we kind of activate that warrior guardian archetype within. And again, like that can also be the part of you that when the time comes also has the strength to like step into the darkness to be there to help someone else. Um, so again, it's not just about you. It's about like how you're there, you're creating, you're awesome, you're doing great. And then when the time comes, when somebody else needs you, your presence. And, and that's kind of like almost like that superhero type narrative where like, you know, when the moment calls for them, like they rise. And, and sometimes like that's kind of like what I feel. Um, heroes will sometimes rise not out of choice, but out of necessity. And I feel like even right now with what is happening within consciousness, a lot of us are rising into our hero ship, hero archetype out of necessity, out of the fact that the world is like, we need you. We need you right now. The bigger picture needs you. The kids today who are like 13 years old and confused as hell with what society's throwing at them need us to be able to help lead the way and to show an alternative path and to show like what else can be done to change the narrative. What narrative are we telling ourselves? You know? So again, um, yeah, just putting out, just putting that out there as a code for you guys to download. And, and one thing I was just going to say, cause I was thinking about way earlier, um, not only celebrating the challenges that we go through, but celebrating the challenges that we go through as collective and in other people. So like when you see other people going through their own challenges, really intentionally go out of your way to acknowledge that you see them, to acknowledge that you see their growth. Because I think that in itself is what a lot of people can have a hard time getting over when they're dealing with their own depression, when they're dealing with their own social pressure. You know, they, they, they may be accomplishing challenges and they are accomplishing challenges in their own little way because it's never like they're not trying. Like they're just kind of trying with what they got. And then for, for other people to be there and be like, hey, like, you know, like I, like I see what you're doing. Like keep going, keep going. Like I acknowledge, I recognize you. And, and just like that recognition, um, for a lot of people can just like continue to add to the momentum to say like, oh, like, you know, like my existence is being acknowledged. My story is is, is being heard. Um, and, and again, even, you know, going back to just like what Zoe was saying and, and stuff like that, like never underestimate the power of simply being there to hold space and to listen to someone that in itself is like such a powerful thing. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say like really, you know, like, applauding all of us for going through our challenges but reminding us to encourage each other and to continue to encourage us as we continue to go through our individual challenges because it's um a lot of it has to do with morale I, I think i think that word is very powerful and morale is something that builds with momentum so you kind of want to like plant seeds for morale um, to, to sort of like garner inspiration because inspiration I feel is the fuel for change uh, in a lot of ways. So, so the cultivation of inspiration can come through again, like ideas can come through leading by example. Um, it can come through just uh, again, like simply just being heard 
in a lot of cases. Um, but yeah, that's just stuff that's just coming through me right now in the moment. I, I want to be able to just uh, get some more ideas before we get close to wrapping up this uh, this broadcast. So if anybody else has anything that they want to share um, related to the overall theme of challenges, please feel free. Jared, go ahead. Hey there. Said it out loud there, but uh, can you hear me? All right. You mentioned uh, law of attraction before, and a little tidbit from me and a lot of other people when we spin out a vortex and our emotions take over is expectations. No expectations, no worries. And to play on to that would be that life is like a movie and don't expect the movie to turn out the way you expect it but the way you truly want it to come out. And the universe is playing into that for you, for all of us, to come out how we truly desire it, not how we think it. That helps me along the way. You're saying biggest challenges on a positive note is like your site here and getting people together. Even with family, how we're divided mentalities, whatnot. You mentioned. It's not all my challenges, but it's the one that excites me. Which, sorry, say that again, Jerry. I think you cut out. Which, which one? Sorry, Jared. I think you were just um, a little bit of a glitch there, but try it. What the shift movement here? Yeah. What challenge excites you? Go ahead. What excites me and challenges me at the same time is like these shift movements and to get people together, kind of like we do with sports. Sports is a good analogy. I see that everybody is playing this game of life and they're putting John, we're getting. We all have a little same goal around. Sorry, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. So, I don't know what you heard or didn't hear, but people with the same team, and it's challenging to unite people in their everyday lives because we're too busy putting the ball in somebody else's goal to get it on our court, to get it in our goal. And I've wanted to do something like this shift movement here and get people together with the same goals that are on the same team and help everybody get together, at least people like ourselves, you know, star children, indigo children, whatever. And then when we come together, we can have a better plan to share our consciousness and in our path and be able to merge up and team together to help every goal of our own, which we seem to have in common as being human, whether it's survival, just living, loving, giving, and having the life. But it's also exciting. 
Yes. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, Jared, thank you. And uh, just reiterating what I caught of that within the glitchiness, but yeah, like, the, the, the excitement of bringing people together, the challenge of bringing people together, I feel like, yeah, like that's, that is a very, 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 very relevant challenge um, to look at because again, we see that within like the culture that we live in, we see divide, we see race against race, class against class, politics against politics. How do we bring people together? How do we bring community together? How can we bring, you know, empathy and understanding and compassion into this? Jared, go ahead. You think this would be easy, you know? Uh, you know. Well, that would be fun though, if it was easy. You know, it's like, it's like, oh, I need to be there and so does everybody else. But yet, we don't get together and do this. What happened there? You know, it, it seems to be life. We're just getting by. We're compartmentalized structures of individual understanding that literally is so dependent on other things and dependent on money, dependent on somebody else doing it for them. So doing it themselves, I don't know, really comes to a lot of people's minds. You know, I come from a world where you fix things. You figure out things, make things happen. I don't know if most people do that anymore. They come in this world now, you replace. It breaks, you get a new one. It's cheaper, buy a new one. Even with relationships, right? We just get a new one instead of fixing it. You know, having those other challenges met and fixed. But everything happens for a reason, like you eloquently said before. And you find a silver lining and the universe is giving you somebody and we elevate to get prepared for that new something, that thing that we desire, truly desire, not what we think, what we, we desire is coming along as well. I like to see something like this community work together like we are, but we'll work a little more recruiting people. And when we get a team, you just go for it. And that could happen in Zimbabwe, Africa, anywhere. When we get this roadmap, this roster, this team together, whether they're over there or we're over here, we help people organize. We share our resources and make all our goals come true, whatever they are. And that could be divided amongst individual goals. And then when you go on a site like this and there's goals that are listed, we can go for those goals. Whether that's happened in your town or if you're a traveler. And I'd like to add that to your site or do something along the lines so we can recruit in the same fashion we understand sports, but play ball for ourselves, for our goals. And stop putting a ball in somebody else's basket. It just doesn't make sense. I dig it, man. I dig it exactly right like and again like that's one of the challenges is how do we get people excited about changing the world and and when we sort of look at the things that we do get excited about such as sports such as video games and bring those textures into being able to do the things that are going to accelerate the shift in consciousness i think that's where more people start to be like hey that's not so much of a chore as much as it is a awesome epic fantasy adventure so yeah yeah the jedi are real so um it's happening, man. It, it is happening. So, Jared, thank you, man. It's awesome. Is there anything else you want yeah, to add in now? Challenges, right? Uh, depends what, how far deep you want to go or uh, <laughs> high. 
really. talk about you know, the other challenge of me e contact to make this a little easier for us, right? You know, but mm -hmm. cool. yeah, that'll happen sooner or later for sure. Well, I'll just take a moment. Um, yeah, I'll just take a moment here because a uh, cat actually uh, who's in the hangout, but she's been listening. She left a comment in the chat, and I'm just gonna I'll read that here, and then we'll just um, again we'll, we'll pass it around a little bit more if anybody else wants to add any points. And we're getting close to wrapping up the broadcast, but cat uh, left a quote here, and, and she just says, you know, thank you so much everyone for the nuggets of truth that we've been sharing. And um, one of the quotes that she says, she said, "I'd love to leave you guys with a quote that has been scribbled into my notebook, which I've consistently looked back on in times of need." The quote is. A warrior is not one who never feels afraid or never feels pain. A warrior is someone who, when struck with calamity, will absorb the shock, slowly turn that painful energy into something progressive, and then rebound into an evolved state of mind and will. And so again, like, I think that's, that's very powerful. So again, you know, like a warrior is not just someone who's like fighting on like the physical battlefields, but a warrior is like someone who carries an, a perspective of enduring and, and, you know, like finding their own wisdom uh, within the battlefield of the consciousness of like human existence within like the psychological, the psychological battlefields that we go through on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, so again, you know, just, I, I feel like that is like the calling is, as a lot of us are, are feeling that warrior guardian archetype within the warrior archetype is the, the part of us that will endure and the part of us that carries the wisdom that we can endure. Cause I think a lot of times like people kind of, they end their story early because they lose hope and they lose the vision. So like our objective is to like carry the vision of hope so that people can, can continue to carry it with them. You know, a lot of people in the world, it's just like, why even bother? It's too late. It's, it's too late. It's, it's, it's always, you know, like now is always the right time for being able to like, say like, I will, and, and, and I choose to. So um, what are you choosing to do is again, the question. So it's all opportunity. Um, so yeah, no, again, I feel like this broadcast is just part of the ongoing story uh, for shifters and for everyone to, to hear the call, to take action and to continue to transform their own reality, but to do it with intention and, and to do it with willpower. And it's not one of those things where, again, you know, it's just like everything's happening for a reason, including this, this shitty situ scenario. Therefore, I'll just step back and do nothing be like no like that's not necessarily going to solve it like everything's happening for a reason to teach you how to step into responsibility so that you can solve this so that you can resolve this so that you can resolution you know resolve revolve uh this into its next spiral and i think that's the thing you know like life in itself it doesn't it's not a circle it's actually a multi-dimensional spiral so like if we go around we're also going up and that's kind of what we're doing. We're like bringing the revolution into our reality through our individual consciousness. So the revolution of consciousness, seashells, Fibonacci, virals, all that. Um, okay, guys, let me just take um, a quick moment here just because we're going to get close to the end of the broadcast. But I do just want to pass the talk and stick around for any final ideas, thoughts, comments, and then we'll wrap up this broadcast. Um, but Zoe, go, go ahead first. I'll let you jump in and then I'll do other stuff in a minute.
if okay, you cool. wanted to jump in. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, cool. Yeah, there's just like this one final thing. Um, we've been talking about like really kind of heavy stuff during during this and uh, just like going deep into purpose and like what we're really here to do. And I think just one thing that I want to add that's kind of on a lighter note is like um, one thing that I heard a while ago from uh, Bashar, who's like this um, kind of extra dimensional being translated through. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have heard of him before, but um, he says that uh, following your excitement is like the whole package and it's it, it includes all of the organizational um things that that needs to be included in this life and I think that's one thing that I constantly have to look back on because it's so easy to get mired into like the expectation of what my purpose here should look like and so it's like me meditating and doing this and doing that and doing that but I think that when when we really just start having fun and stop listening to everything else that tells us we shouldn't like that's when things really start to change because you actually open up to a way higher expression of how your life could be. And you really start listening to the different possibilities that could really come of that, no matter how it looks. Um, whether it's like jumping on a trampoline or like doing somersaults around your yard. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, I think that if um if a lot of people started to integrate more of that into their life and went deep into what their excitement really is um and started letting go of the limiting belief systems and everything that's in the way of of following that i think we would see um probably the biggest shift the world's ever seen um yeah awesome totally yeah i i, I again you know like i i feel like um, developing that appreciation for, for scenarios, uh, be they good or bad is literally like a life hack. Like if, if you like even verbalize or just like say to the universe and be like, you know, like I am grateful for this challenge or, or whatever. The universe is just like, ah, like they get it. Like, okay, let's either resolve this sooner than later or like send them some sort of like bonus gift or something like that. But, <laughs> but it, it, it literally like, again, opposed to, just being in this process or this cycle where you're just like, Oh, like, why did this happen? I hate that this happened. I hate myself, regret self like worthy worthiness dropping and everything like that. But instead it's just like the sooner you can switch into that hack of like appreciating the challenge, then it changes the challenge. The universe like literally responds to that. Um, again, it's this feedback process between ourselves and, and the consciousness of the universe and just understanding again, that our thoughts are intricately and intimately, connected to the reality that we experience so as you think so shall you become over and over and over again this is a dream that you're creating for yourself so mm -hmm. honor all parts of it um thank you zoe um okay let's um does anybody else want to jump in right now with anything that they're going to say otherwise i'm just going to do a couple updates and then we'll say stuff Okay, let me just, um, okay, so just quick updates. It's it's literally not much. And, and again, I'm obviously getting pretty tired. So we're close to wrapping this up. Um, in terms of updates on the main website, uh, if people have created their profiles since the last broadcast, those profiles are added to the team map on the Global Community Index. And I encourage you guys to go check that out. And if you want to be added to it, you can create your profile through the main paradigmshiftcentral.com website. And uh, in addition to that, just like things on the back end, the schedule for the upcoming broadcast 
podcast will still probably be kind of like two weeks apart. Um, reason being is that I'm using that time uh, very efficiently to be able to get other parts done related to the project that need to get done, such as uh, working on the Journey to Lucidity 3 movie and getting ready for Journey to Lucidity 5 as well. So thank you guys for understanding that. And regular, like, more consistent broadcasts will resume in the future, but realistically it probably won't be till May. Um, because again, lucidity will be, uh, the lucidity movie that I'm going to film in California for the fifth one at lucidity festival, inviting you guys to go to that lucidityfestival.com. Uh, that will be in April and then I'll be back in Canada after that. But, um, in addition to that, just thanking everyone so much for the support for the project. And in particular for people signed up to the team, Patreon with your monthly micro donations. If you enjoy what this project is about, keeping in mind that everything that we do is open source. Spirituality is open source to the community and anyone can get involved. And it is made possible thanks to our collective team, Patreon monthly micro donations so if you want to continue to help support more broadcasts for the community as well as get your shift buttons which i won't explain in detail too much but again the awesome buttons that a lot of you have probably seen that have the website to the paradigm and are great ways to be able to connect with people in your community and to be able to help actively uh again be uh, able to build paradigm shift communities where you are so signing up for the team patreon for a monthly micro donation, we'll get you the batch of shift buttons and also other cool stuff as well. Um, in terms of uh, other stuff, I'm raising funds right now for Lucidity. That's something that I want to be able to invite you guys to help out with. And uh, that is also something that you can help with by contributing through uh, the purchase of the light crystals, which I have. Which one? I'll, I'll just show you one of them. Um, I have some special or light 23 ones that I'm going to have for sale as like a higher specialty item. But again, like I'm just showing this real quick, but um, the light crystals, if you guys want to order those available for asking price of 30 to $60 and multiple colors. And I'm just showing it on the camera. A lot of you guys have seen this and you have to excuse me. It's not that I'm not enthusiastic. I'm just actually getting pretty tired right now. But again, just if you guys want support, Journey to Lucidity 5, um, you can either directly donate or order the uh, Light Guardian Crystals as one way to do that. Um, again, thank you so much, guys, for being a part of this. Uh, stay tuned for more future broadcasts. And, of course, inviting you guys to check out the new content on the main website, including the community quest journals and conscious articles, and inviting you guys to use the main website as a, as a platform to share your journeys, to share your quest journals, to even talk a little bit as an example of a quest journal of what some of the challenges have been that you've gone through and, and how you've continued to grow from them. So that would be a great topic for a quest journal. It could be a part of an introduction. It could be about your journey of awakening. Um, so yeah, again, just inviting you guys to check out the website and there's been a lot of new quest journals that have been added and thank you so much everyone for their contribution. And there's still so much more guys coming for this project and, uh, stay tuned cause it will continue to unfold and we'll talk a bit more about it in future broadcasts. Um, but with that said, I think that's pretty much just in terms of the updates and, uh, Patreon is patreon.com forward slash Brendan Culleton. And you can go to the main website and scroll down to the bottom to find the link to it as a monthly support squad. So 
yeah, much love to you guys for being a part of this. Please feel free to share this broadcast with your friends. You can also find Paradigm Shift Radio on iTunes as well. And you can listen to the episodes through that. And all the past episodes are also available through the main website in the uh, media feed. So with that said, we'll um, pass the talking stick around for any just closing thoughts that anybody wants to share. But other than that, we'll um, do that. And then we'll just close with a short micro meditation. Again, just do like two, three simple moment of oneness breaths. And uh, yeah, thank you guys again so much for being a part of this conversation. Um, yeah, go team. <laughs> we're tired, but we're here. We've endured. We're passing the challenges. Um, okay, uh, talking stick going around. Would any of you guys want to say anything between we have Nick and Manny and Joseph? Nick, if you want to say something, go ahead. Want to jump in on that? If not, we'll keep passing around. Um, Nick, did you want to? Did you want to say something? now or in a minute okay um joseph did you want to say anything just uh inviting you to jump in go ahead i just want to say guys again it's been a pleasure um you guys are all beautiful souls and uh warriors on this journey and um i run a lot of workshops uh with the warrior archetype and really it goes with what cat was saying a lot of people think the warrior is about being fearless about being someone who you know is just you take that action but when we tune in we see that sometimes we make that impulsive decision because we're so scared um, and really that's kind of the positive to look at fear is that it's like you said something that pushes us the adversity that really uh, forces us to be our best and stretches out that potential um, and to to really be easy on ourselves and to not have so much expectation because I feel like a lot of us, we do have the, the potential, we have the capacity to understand the potential of this movie slash video game. Um, and uh, it's really hard to get caught up in that and get stifled in the destination rather than the journey. So um, just want to say that uh, you guys are all beautiful warriors, powerful beings of light. And like you said, Brandon, you know, like we all came back here. Like we, when we were in the highest realms, we didn't want to just stay there. What's the point if the collective parts of ourselves are suffering? So it was our duty to come back here to make that choice to take a risk in getting lost in the darkness to save another. So that's, I just want to say that um, we all chose to come here for a reason and um, let's just do our best, right? Do our best and have fun. That's all we can really do. That's awesome, man. I love it. Totally, man. Like, I, I think that is like a very powerful narrative uh, that more of us are stepping into again, like that idea of just like, not looking at it as like a grandiose, fictitious representation of the idea that like, oh, like we're from other parts of the galaxy, and we've intentionally come here to help bring more light into the world. But it's just it's like, very simply, yeah, 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 like that is what we've done. And, and like, I feel, you know, something that <clears throat> has been on my mind since the beginning of the broadcast, but I'll just say it now. And I've said it before, but again, like that idea of like really enjoy playing a video game on easy mode for the rest of your life. Like, is, is that what you want to do? Cause eventually you'll play easy mode for like half an afternoon and then you'll just be like, all right, like let's, let's do something more here because if not, this is going to get boring. So we can like that thing. It's like, why, why, why would we want it? It's like kind of what the elite has now. It's like people that are, you know, reaping all the benefits while there's others suffering. It's like, why? Mm -hmm. 
if, yeah. if, if there is that possibility, why? So yeah, I love what you guys are up to. Um, I'm excited to check out Paradigm Shift even more, learn about it. You guys are amazing. I'd like to connect on a deeper level. And uh, thank you. Thank you, man. Um, yeah, Joe, go ahead and post your uh, Facebook in the profile if you got a Facebook or whatever else you got there. I'll uh, message yeah. you as well through that. Cool. Um, but again, yeah, just uh, on that on that point, as I was saying, just like the idea that Earth, like a lot of us came here to play on hard mode, like literally acknowledge that we chose that yet to be able to like see that there is like honor in that choice. Like, I think all of the souls that came here to earth are brave souls. And I think that's a very powerful idea because again, like, it's just like, you're right. We could have almost like stayed in the astral planes and just had fun kind of being there, but like, it was a choice. There's never been more advanced souls on the planet at one time. When there's the greatest darkness is when the greatest amount of light is being channeled into that focused space. And Mm -hmm. you know, what I love is that there's no guarantees. Ultimately we will return to, source consciousness center of the universe, but it's a matter of, are we going to get there sooner? Are we going to get there later? How much damage is going to be done? And we can make a decision and it starts in this moment that we even conceive it. Right. And Mm. this is what it's about. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. And, And I think again, like that's part of like what the journey is. The journey is the uncertainty. It it is the idea that there is something worth standing for. Mm-hmm. knowing that it could be lost knowing that it could slip through our fingers if we're not like there to carry it so like we are here to carry and and again like i think um it's just such a bigger story than than we realize but again i think a lot of people are waking up to that and that's part of the challenge uh is not only and again i don't say challenge is like a negative thing but that is like the quest like literally, like I think the word challenge is synonymous for quest. If we were to we're just it, we're just like leveling, bro. We're just like grinding just, it out. Yeah, we are, man. Up. We are, man. And we're having a hell of a time while we do it. We're, we're crying. Like, we're breaking down. We're all of us are level thirty-three by the time we're done. So <laughs> champion level shit. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Again, guys, like, thank you so much for for just like being a part of this and hearing the call. Um, I just will just say this because for anybody who's listening to this, a big part of what the Paradigm Shift Central community project is about is encouraging people to create physical paradigm shift communities where they are so if that's something you're interested in you can find more info through the main website go to the controller at the top of the page and click community startup guide but again like a regular paradigm shift community is just about bringing people together to have open-minded discussion meditation circles bring the tribe together talk get to know people in your community share about your visions, share about your, your dreams and continue to grow and assist each other much as what we are doing here. Cause I know just these conversations plant very important seeds. And, and that's kind of like what I feel for a lot of people is like what feeds them on this journey is knowing that they are not alone is knowing that they are with others is knowing that there are others who share their, their visions, who share their aspirations. And so like the, I'll, I'll just, I'll just say this and I'll pass the talking stick. One thing I've kind of said, and, and I haven't really said it too much within this project, but I've always kind of like said it in the back of my mind or like said it to other people here and there, but it's this basic idea of like, let 
my courage be your courage. Let my strength be your strength. And I say that not just as me, but I say that for all of us. So let each of our courage be each other's courage. Let each of our strength be each other's strength. And we kind of like share that momentum because I feel like, again, like we need the strength to be courageous. We need the strength to be love. We need the strength to be vulnerable. We need the strength to answer what is needed in that sense. So yeah, like what the world needs now is a bunch of badass, vulnerable, courageous, hippie warriors, like that guardians, like that's it. That's it. So we're doing it guys. Like it's very exciting. And um, again, many, many more exciting parts are still yet to come. And by, and believe me, like in the future, we'll have a broadcast in like 15, 20 years from now, we'll just be like, wow look where we are now look where we are now and it was all because of the work we put in today so um okay we're getting close to wrapping this up and uh just a couple more passes around the circle nick go ahead yeah okay a uh, couple things um just a quick ch- temperature check on just wondering uh how much longer you guys podcast it's all good i just want to couple times and I've been keeping an eye on everything everything's looking great uh, Facebook live audience uh, you're beautiful thousand <laughs> um, Facebook points nice yeah right. Nick, we're, we're exactly. less less than five minutes I think and we're Weird. okay I just wanted to temperature check on that and um, yeah awesome awesome uh, you guys are beautiful thanks for uh, tune in paradigm shift thank you for having me as well and uh this has been awesome so that's it <laughs> you guys rock, <laughs> go rock team, go team, man. awesome awesome and um again thank you nick for for helping us with the live broadcast tonight and just encouraging you guys to check out uh nick nick also works on getting conscious media out there through the facebook page third eye productions and we'll post a link for that in the show notes as well and on the third eye horizon but third sorry third eye horizon because i was trying to find the link for that so the facebook page is is it literally facebook.com slash third eye horizon third eye horizon productions go facebook search um for some reason my facebook my my facebook yeah i'll try and put the link into the chats yep that works cool yeah okay um yes thank you again nick for and thank you again to the people who happen to be seeing this through facebook you are a part of a new frontier for what will be a very exciting aspect of being able to help paradigm shift broadcast reach more people um nick was there anything else that you want to share related to general closing thoughts um i'll just continue to you know discuss and uh, just following our, our intuitions and our hearts and just, you know, staying positive in this time of great transition into higher uh, consciousness, into multidimensional reality. We're not. Let's get those, get those Mercury fields spinning. So. Definitely, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I do a lot of work with Kaba and, you know, maybe we can work on... I don't know. I'd really like to uh, plug in more uh, maybe with some stuff that y'all are doing uh, and maybe 
and really push the uh, conscious media movement up a couple notches together as as uh, we're raising up in consciousness as well, you know, just kind of get the uh, amplification broadcasts mm. of our voices and out there. So mm -hmm. uh, there's sure. a link in the chat, Third Eye Horizon, you guys can check it out. Uh, there it is. Like it and stay tuned for some rad content. Perfect, perfect. And again, for people looking into that on Facebook, um, run search on its third, as in like the number three RD, I Horizon Productions, and you'll be able to find it. And again, third eye, facebook.com forward slash third eye horizon with three RED. Um, dude, okay, yes, perfect. Thank you. Let's uh, pretty much get right into closing this up. Anybody else just have any closing thoughts that they just want to share with the team? And thank you again, Nick. Um, Manny, did you want to say anything? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, real closing, quick. Closing um, thoughts. You guys are all beautiful. I appreciate you guys. And to touch on what uh, Jared was saying, it's nice to back in together who we'll all have the same common goal. Um, that's very, uh, you know, and sometimes speaking for myself, I feel alone sometimes. And even though I know there's uh, so many conscious beings out there and even in California, I, we had um, potlucks with all conscious beings, yogis from around the world. And I move out to North Dakota and um, kind of alone out here. So, I'll, you know, having you guys and it makes me remember that we serve a, a purpose and that we are truly um, helping this world shift. And it starts with us, it'll end with us. Um, <clears throat> one thing I wrote down and it's, uh, it sticks with me, it's been sticking with me the whole time is to touch on what Joe was saying too. Uh, we need to focus more on our journey and not just the destination because sometimes the problem is the solution. Um, and and go down one plus two equals three before minus one is equals three. Sometimes we need to focus on the problem because we already know where our destination is going to go. We already know that, for instance, we're all going to die. You know, um, let's just choose about the how how we live. And um, here, this rock right here is a rock that I actually got from Mount Boldy. The, 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 this is actually, or I grabbed this from the mountains where I almost died at and where I realized that where my life kind of started at as well. So I encourage everybody all the time to, uh, anytime they go through something, anytime um, they feel alone, to always pick up a rock or stone or crystal and remember that is us and these rocks are us, but at the same time, they're you. Namaste. Um, we are all one. And this is somebody. You're somebody. We're all brother. Yeah, Joe. Right on, man. And, you know, um, Jared, you know, we're, we are, we're never, we're never alone. We all live with each other. We are all with each other in spirit, in mind, in body and soul. Um, you guys are all beautiful. I encourage you guys for everything that you, everybody's doing to continue doing it. It's having a positive effect. I mean, look, it, it brought us together. You know, it got, it gave us the opportunity to talk until one, two in the morning and underneath this full moon and to realize that, Sometimes this is what we need to do to realize we're not alone and we are all 
serving a common goal and a, and a common purpose, and that is to be the gray Jedi, to let people know that there is a medium point and to be, and to have the journey into lucidity. And uh, one question I had for you, Brendan, was uh, Lucidity Festival. When is that? So Lucidity Festival is April 7th to 9th, and it's near Santa Barbara, California. It's in Santa Inez, California, and uh, lucidityfestival.com. But yeah, totally, anybody listening to this, this is a total invitation broadcast. Just like, feel free to join me there and uh, even be a part of the filming. So I'd love to meet up with some of you guys there if you're able to. I'm actually going to, uh, I'm actually heading out back to North Dakota, uh, from North Dakota to California, because where I'm from. Uh, I'm actually going to try to make that. I'm going to go ahead and try to, I'm going to really, really Sweet. try to make that hard. Um, that's actually when I was planning on going back either way. So I saw my synchronicity right there as well. Right on, man. Right on. So awesome. we'll, we'll definitely get, but you guys are all beautiful. Continue pushing. Brandon, you're doing a great job, brother. You keep on going. The shift is happening. Um, and if you guys ain't following me yet, you could, uh, if you look up Manuel Royball on, Inst- on Facebook, that's actually where I do my Facebook live. So if you look up Manny Mountains, I've seen I had a bunch of likes and comments on my on my my. I do my live videos from my personal page because that's where you you have to do them. So uh, if you guys want to add that, you can see my Facebook live videos from there, which I'm doing one tomorrow. So you guys are more than welcome mm-hmm. to join my Facebook live tomorrow. Awesome. And you guys stay stay beautiful. Keep your third eye awakened. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that eye patch on. Never know when you might yeah, need one in the darkness. So. <laughs> I like it, man. Yes, um, Manny, thank you again. And, and we'll include Manny's profile link into the uh, show notes as well. So like the page and the profile. So Manuel Royball uh, is a personal profile page. Um, dude, yeah. And, and just kind of uh, closing thoughts, just what I was going to say, like, you know, the whole like holding up the rock and, and, and those ideas of like namaste. Um, to me, those ideas, once you sort of like really get past just kind of like the awe of what they mean but really root it into like a deeper wisdom of what it represents um to me those concepts of namaste of seeing the oneness of seeing the interconnectedness those ideas become very very potent fuel for our mission and i think that's where they serve us best as you can almost think of those ideas are almost like stones again going back to stones and crystals are stones that we can use to sharpen our sword and by sword i mean word and that's what we have to keep in mind is that our words are our swords so we're carrying our swords and our words with us and those are what we're using to create so again, you know, words create worlds, something we've talked about before. But again, like it's just kind of like using that deeper wisdom of the namaste and what that means. The light within me sees the light within you, the light and, the, you know, the white in the dark sees the white in the dark within you and me. That is not just an idea, but that is like an intricate part of why we do what we do. And, and and the courage that we can carry with us while doing it um again with that like deeper wisdom that is already inside of you so yes all right um guys we are pretty much ready to wrap this up but i do just want to again invite if anybody else had anything that they want to add into the circle before we close this off please feel free to just unmute your microphones and um yeah we'll just finish with a closing meditation in the next couple minutes did um kina you you just joined late but go ahead if you want to just test your microphone go ahead if, and if you want to say anything yes uh, i'm only saying uh 
uh, hi to everyone and uh, I am late so maybe uh, next time I will come uh, later on the hangout. Kina, is there and, anything? Uh, yeah, if there's, we've been talking a lot about like challenges and, and just a lot of lessons in that. If there's anything you want to say, by all means, you have a few minutes, go ahead. Uh, maybe next time, uh, I don't know where you posted your hangout uh, time. Okay, no, no worries. The hangouts usually start around sometime after 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's when people join. But yes, we'll make sure you're in here for a future one. No problem. Because uh, in Paris, it's uh, eight o'clock. Uh, it's a.m. and I and I uh, missed. So I am pissed. <laughs> I missed the hangout. Uh, so I will watch your hangout on YouTube and uh, have uh, everyone a nice day. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Well, Kina, thank you. I'm, I'm glad you're able to join when you could. And, and of course, for anybody listening to this, like people are always going to be listening to these broadcasts in the future. And, and I think that's the exciting part is that, you know, the messages that we create here resonate timelessly. Someone might listen to this broadcast like in a year from now, it might get like the right, you know, they'll just be like, whoa, I need to hear that, right? Synchronicity will kind of lead us right to where we need to be. And uh, if we have that open heart and that open mind, we'll see when we're in those spaces. So um, again, just anybody else, if you guys want to say anything just before we close out the circle, if not, that is totally cool because we'll just move into the ma closing meditation. Just giving a moment here. Yes. Anybody? Maybe. Kina, go ahead. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, I uh, I want I want to share an event uh, with a full hour, a full moon meditation. It's uh, mm -hmm. today, and it's a shamanic um, woman. She invited everyone who want to do meditation for for cleansing and for um, uh, upgrade uh, your spirits. And it's free, and I will uh, post it the event. But I don't know where I have to post. It's uh, for sharing if you if someone okay. want to go. Sure, you can you can post it um, into the chat within this hangout uh, for one place and then I'll reshare it into the live chat on the main website as well. But yeah, no, by all means. Okay, thanks. Bye bye. That works. Okay, no worries. Thank you. Sweet. Okay. Um, yeah. So guys, let's just close off this, uh, just with a short meditation and again, happy full moon, everyone. Like this is, I mean, I, I know we said it was a full moon, but like, I feel like just like, it's kind of just been there, but again, like the, the eclipse in this is just kind of in perfect timing with the discussion that we're talking about of looking at the process of when the darkness covers the light yet knowing that that is just like, everything is transient. You know, so whenever you're experiencing darkness, like that too shall pass. This too shall pass. Um, Zoe, go ahead. I just want to. Oh yeah, I just want to. I just want to play my singing bowl while we're uh, just for the few breaths while we're meditating. I just want to play my singing bowl. Singing so bowl. Okay. That is a, okay. Like a vibrational right. ending. Sure. Let's um. Let's let's do that. So Zoe, let's just uh, invite people to get into the meditative state, and then when you feel ready, you can jump play the singing bowl and. I'll try to, um, sorry, just play it, just play it real quick, just for a second, just so I can see what it sounds like in the audio. Okay. All right. Okay. That's cool. All right. So I'm just going to toggle the volume on your end, but I think that'll work fine. All right, everyone. So just inviting you guys to, again, just celebrating the full moon, celebrating the present, wherever you are, whenever you are. And again, just bringing in 
an opportunity for us to embody what we have talked about here today, stepping into more courage, stepping into more vulnerability, more strength, deeper wisdom, inner knowing, inner standing, and just inspiration to continue moving forward as we continue to evolve, not just for our story, but as part of the bigger story. So just inviting everyone, we'll just be in a space of silence for three slow, deep, calming breaths at your own pace. So just allow yourself to go quiet and be in this space. And then Zoe, when you're ready, you can bring in the singing bowl. So just go ahead and be in this moment of oneness. Just inviting you guys before we officially close this off to just take a moment here to put your hands on your heart. And Zoe, thank you for, for that, that vibration, bringing that into this space. And literally just taking a few moments here, just a few more breaths at your own pace and just bringing compassion, just expressing compassion for yourself, expressing compassion for the you, the many yous that have been carrying this vessel through this journey to bring you to the you that you are now. For you're a multifaceted, a multifractal, multidimensional being by nature. And by recognizing our part, by recognizing ourselves as one whole, we recognize ourselves of all the parts that have made us into who we are. So just sending love to our past and sending love to our future here. And Zoe, I did even just invite you to bring in a little bit more of the sound bowl in the next moment. So just hands on the heart, just sending love to your past, to your present, to your future, all that you are, all that you are, all that you have been, all that you are, and all that you are becoming. Just be here in silence.
So again, just holding the space for yourself, gifting yourself the gift of compassion, of self-love, and really just nurturing your own spirit with intention, just continuing to move forward, not only with trust, moving forward with trust, but just a deeper level of compassion for yourself and a deeper level of compassion for others. Just bringing in that feeling of heart expansion, that feeling of mind expansion as we continue to answer the call. So just take a couple more breaths here. So slowly, knowing that this space is a space we can return to, and even encouraging and reminding ourselves to make these moments within our days, within our weeks, to send that love to ourselves, to water our own plants, to fill our own cup, and so that we can continue to share that abundance with others as well. So aloha, aho, namaste, much love. The lights, the full encompassing white and black within me sees the light within you. Aho, much love. Gwich. When you're ready, you can just gently bring yourself back. Just continue to breathe. Awesome. Thank you, fellow guardians. Thank you, fellow Jedi. Thank you, guardian Zoe, for your, your sound, for your vibrations. Much love, guys. So awesome, guys. Well, with that said, I think we have accomplished plenty here. And uh, again, thank you guys so much for co-creating this powerful piece of media and again just for everyone listening to this in the future bonus points to you guys encouraging you guys to share it to continue to check out and be involved with the paradigm shift central project in many different ways and yeah just so grateful and i embrace i embrace the challenge of what we are creating together and so that's the thing if we want to bring more light into this world if we want to create a better future then we have to understand that that will be a challenge. And it's not to say that we are trying to avoid challenges, but rather we openly embrace them, knowing that we have the strength to make it all possible. So much love guys. Awesome. Many mountains. (laughs) Sweet. Okay, guys. 
With that said, again, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. You can support future broadcasts through the Patreon, get your Shifter Booster Kit, create a Shifter profile on the main website, and also check out the team map and find Shifters and Paradigm Shift communities where you are. Create your quest journals and conscious articles as well, and so much more. So with that said, on behalf of everyone here, guys, let's all unmute our microphones and make some animal noise and send some love and howl at the moon together here as we just show our appreciation for the whole team everywhere so join me in howling at the moon all you gotta do is make some noise oh, oh, oh. Oh.